it's edible incredible hello and welcome to the salad cast on sunday the 10th of july 2022 i'm your host dan train joining me today is zachary burgess nothing edible this week yet and robert kemp we are absolutely pre-peats yeah <laughs> no you're uh, pre-peats I mean, you're not pre-peats that's different oh no yeah we are we are pre-peats not pre-peats <laughs> apre peats <laughs> Post. <laughs> we are not post peats this week. Yes. <laughs> no. Although the I was about to say melange is melange a word? Like <laughs> yes, but not the one you were looking for. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> um, but the uh, yes. the summer the summer malaise is upon us. <laughs> malaise, oh. not the spice melange, <laughs> not the spice melange. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, the malaise is here, and the malaise is going to get more malaise this week. Well, once again, it's happened very abruptly. Like, it was totally fine this week, and it's just yeah. today, where naturally, the day where we have to sit in a small room and when I had to walk all the way here. I mean, I, I, oh, yeah. I do normally associate the hottest days of the year with Wimbledon, and it's like it's made it all the way to the final before before that association has arrived. Yeah, before it has come. Pretty hot yesterday, too. I would say pretty hot. Yeah, anyway. but, but yeah. I don't think it's a patch on today. Today seems worse. No, it is escalating. Although when I was walking down here, I was like, you know, walking past gardens and fields and whatnot, and the grass all looks hella dry. And I was like, oh, yeah. it hasn't really rained. It just hasn't been that hot. <laughs> no, that's that's very true. Hmm. Yeah, it's definitely uh, some uh, dead grass patches in the in the park by me. It's noticing usually it's pretty well kept, but like if it doesn't rain, then there's not much they can do, I suppose. Yeah, apart from... the, the cricket pitch up by uh, up in um Country Park in Ipswich was looking pretty uh yellowy. Yellow, well, I mean, yeah. cricket pitches are meant to look yellow though, in the middle. You reckon? The well, bit, oh, the yeah, they no, take the cricket not just the square, like, yeah, the whole, the whole, the whole, the thing. whole oval, the oval. They don't have some insane sprinklers, actually, like, do like official like pictures can they have like insane sprinkler systems because really the little like divots where sprinklers would have to be would be yeah, a problem how do they work they you must can, have a whole I mean, strategy right you can cap sprinklers pretty flat but like i've like when they do it in baseball the sprinklers come out of the like the actual clay part rather than the grass part and they just spray out onto the grass i see okay i mm. believe maybe what and they just put like a uh like a clay bit on top. Yeah, they just make so put the ground over it because it's much easier to replace. Yeah. I was about to say, well, surely if they have AstroTurf, then that's even easier because it would just look the same. It's like, oh, wait. <laughs> then you would need the sprinklers. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> that would just be for my benefit just to walk across. Lovely sprinkle down. That would be quite nice. Lovely sprinkle down. Lovely sprinkle down, yeah. That's, that's oh, nice. sprinkle down. <laughs> Just, a, just a, a field of light haze. But wet astroturf is terrible to walk over. It's <laughs> mm, true. Isn't it uh, the technology in sport for like having ultimately perfect pitches is really driven by the, the, the professional football, isn't it? They go crazy for their management of the turf and all yes. of that. That probably remove the whole thing and replace it with a new one. Mm. <laughs> with a new one, yeah. But I imagine some of that trickles down to. Uh, all the way down to a cricket. I think so, really, because cr- cricket can't remove a whole pitch. They actually have to no, repaint it properly. No, 
Also, yeah, no. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm, I'm just not sure there's enough money in cricket. Is that, would that be Yeah, more? but I'm just wondering if there's an innovation in football where the money is, whether it's like, oh, we've got these genetically modified grass seeds. Oh, and then the, 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 the cricket people are just, oh, okay. So well, like I don't this. think cricket would want that anyway because cricket is super traditional and like the shittiness of the pitch is part of the point. Mm. <laughs> Maybe. That's why cricket yeah. pitches aren't all the same size most of the time. Yeah. And That's, have yeah, like, weird vary, slopes and stuff. Yeah, some of them are sloped. Yeah. Yeah, which that does carry over into baseball as well. But like, I mean, I guess the grass part of the baseball field is marginally less important. Well, isn't it true in even in football that they're different shapes, slightly different sizes? Not really. Is it true? I can't remember. The pitch part is always the same pitch shape. Wait, it's just like the extra bits I, around the same dimensions, like you've ever. But uh, is it talking? exactly the same dimensions? I suppose it is. Yeah, makes sense. We're we talking association football. Yes. Okay. Because like as all, opposed all, to because all bets are off in the NFL. Like, I mean, the, the, no, the, 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 the pitch sure size is precise, but the material it's made of, right? That well, can, that's hugely variable. Not so much any longer, though. I, okay. mean, I think there's mm. only like a couple of them that are still astroturf at this point. Oh, that's still astroturf. Yeah. I mean, most of them have gone back to actual grass. Yeah. Huh. Did not expect that. I sort of thought the bounciness of the turf was like why everyone loved it because you know crazy ass jumps and stuff. Not really that crazy. <laughs> no, they can be crazy. Yeah, but they don't do it that often. And like they don't even they don't even fall over that often, <laughs> really. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like rugby, where you're on the ground half the time. Yeah. I suppose our exposure to American football is basically just the Super Bowl. <laughs> Which happens on a football pitch. And regular football pitch. Just marked out for American football. Does it? Most of the time. They do it at Wembley, right? Oh, not the Super Bowl's not in the UK. No. I would know. The the UK matches, yeah, there'll be a football stadium that's been converted. Yeah, that's just been repainted. Um, Yeah, I reckon Wembley's got enough space to accommodate a few different sports, right? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, the Super Bowl will be it. Well, it's not. It's it's in a. Is it? Oh, this shows what I know. It's in a neutral place, right? Isn't it? It's not yeah. like at one of the home teams. But that's uh, the equivalent of being at a random place, as far as we're concerned. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I suppose. I don't know if they if they. I don't know if like there's preference over like do they avoid the astroturf ones for the Super Bowl just to make it a bit cooler, mm. <laughs> or is the or would it be having a su- astroturf Super Bowl make it unusual and interesting? <laughs> Exactly. That would be interesting. I suppose but practically they must have to be they must be limited to like the very biggest stadiums yeah. for the Super Bowl, right? And they also have like more choices for grass than Astroturf. Sure. How was that yeah. man- how does that manage, do you reckon? Is it like just a the the NFL just picks one and well, so I would or assume they some also kind of round robin or a bidding system or I would assume they are mm. like obviously picking neutral, but I assume they probably pick one that's like in between them <laughs> for competing <laughs> purposes. Well, does that mean, <laughs> they must, but, but surely that means that, okay, if we were to look at the stats for this, it's like most Super Bowls would happen in the very middle of the USA, right? Like just <laughs> Well, yeah, well, suppose it's east and west division, isn't it? Yeah, they're split. The two divisions are split, and you get one team from each side. But you presumably are right, Rob. Like it must be quite a big economic boon to to, to host the Super Bowl, right? It's like like the Olympics or something like that. So you pro- there probably is like a maybe. A bidding but you do have to have such a gigantic stadium to start with. Yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe it's a cost as well. Um, but, yeah, um, but true. I doubt. But I doubt it. I doubt the cost outweighs um, profit. Everybody Bowl. coming. Yeah. to your town yeah not for the cost of those tickets anyway 
yeah. Well, that money from all those. I don't actually know, but like I imagine that's ridiculous. What trying to get yeah tickets for the Super Bowl? Yeah. Super Bowl tickets, yeah. Probably, probably yeah, but insane. that's the difference between what you hear they cost and what they actually cost. <laughs> mm. Because I'm sure at the start they cost less. Well, yeah, until, <laughs> until the touts get their hands on them, sure. Yeah, I wonder why the Glastonbury ticket process was. I mean, it's a bit involved, but it prevents any of that touting stuff. So I don't know why uh, it's not more common for like big events. You have to like pre-register with photo ID before you even buy, you know, attempt to buy the tickets. Mm. And then, and then the, your, um, I suppose this is expensive probably, but your uh, photo is printed on the ticket. So yeah, I don't know. That seems pretty foolproof. Gets rid of that whole problem. Yeah. To a point, I suppose, um, it depends on, I guess, what the transfer market for tickets like that is like. If that's actually like, because surely that makes like transferring your Glastonbury tickets in the event of something yeah. preventing you from going a right pain in the ass. Yeah, um, yeah, you can't really do it. I suppose the person you're transferring to would have to be pre-registered, and then uh, and then they'd have to print a new ticket for that person. I don't even know if it's possible to transfer tickets, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe it must be because there's so many people go like 200,000 people are there so there must be some people who dropped out and needed to change things sure. anyway or maybe they just uh, drop just, them out and just get the refunds and then don't worry about transfers maybe yeah yeah maybe because they do do a resale like um you know it's closer to the date for people who've dropped out I suppose yeah so perhaps yeah, yeah perhaps that's it they, you have to refund it directly and then you don't you mm. can't transfer them but, uh, but no. they just come back into the pool Exactly, exactly. But that seems worth it to get rid of does, yeah. the t- touts and things. Ridiculousness. Yeah. <coughs> tout yeah. Superb owls. <laughs> Superb owls. I mean, You've been of... running in, it, in this heat, Rob? Um, changing the subject? Kind of. I parked around yesterday morning and it was hot, but it's not it wasn't too bad. Barrel. Um, okay. I, the last super hot day we had, I did run on. It was like the Friday of the uh, Barry St. Edmunds five miler. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was atrocious. No one should have oh, run that day. Yeah. It was too hot. It was absolutely too okay. hot. I had the worst run on, like, pretty much on record for myself. I just couldn't deal with it. Um, I shouldn't have done it, really. Um, yeah, that was bad. Don't do it. I vomited up on top of a hill, so you know. <laughs> Although that's some, some some might say that's pretty standard for me, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, don't do it. Um, it is it is getting way beyond my comfort zone for any kind of movement, really. So shut your windows and uh, embrace games. Yeah, clearly. Embrace those games. Well, this is a podcast about video games. It is. <laughs> Similar to the Jeff Gersman podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, we don't have any news for you, I guess. No, pretty much not. There's not a huge amount of news. Not this time around. Nintendo I mean, still hasn't actually done a thing. No, not, <laughs> not a proper thing. They did that. Oh, well, yeah, but for whatever definition of proper you want, they did a Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcase. So, third party stuff coming to Switch. Uh, of which, I, I mean, 
there was some stuff in there. I mean, none of it really looked terrible, is what I would say. But like at the same in the same breath, none of it really sounds like I want to talk about it here. No. Um, aside from Sonic Frontiers, right? Okay. Yeah. Because they actually revealed kind of what is one of the core parts of that game. Yeah. And it's like so late in the day, right? I mean, did we? Because I t- mentioned it last podcast that and, and more IGN stuff had come out after the previous previous podcast but before that podcast and i was like oh it looks better i think that did include some of the cyberspace stuff in the ign footage as well right but then this nintendo one i think the nintendo like a more better I, cut video so i heard it the other way around. i thought this nintendo one was like this is where everyone first saw it when because did this it, nintendo thing happened like the monday after like oh, the, the day it, of our podcast what, maybe last podcast that maybe, something I was, like that. maybe i mixed up the nintendo and the ign footage yeah it was real close because basically i remember like i uh, like um i ended up watching a couple of like the, the was it the easy allies reactions video to this thing because it was right. just like i have to know because sonic frontiers is so weird i have to know what like what they <laughs> whether people are infused just without having to pick it apart yeah and they were like much. so they saw <laughs> this mean, and then we're like oh my god finally because we weren't allowed to talk about this so apparently like the industry and like, right, people yeah. on the inside had actually played this and seen all well, because this they, stuff. there was those leaks about the alpha that mentioned the cyberspace levels and all that sure. stuff yeah um and they were like uh, and they were like yeah we've seen all this we've played these like we just weren't allowed to talk about them and like now this trailer's out there it's like all right floodgates are open this is the interesting part you know this is part of a core part of this game. It's like I don't the, know if I the, call it the interesting part. Well, it's it's an interesting part, right? So the open zone is basically is is that it's a hub. It's a well, it's the biggest part of the game for sure. But it's like it's a hub, and then the, there are these smaller little crafted zones that are yeah. more traditional Sonic, like within it. And it's like, yes, I, I think this is this is this is the magic, right? This, I is, don't the, know. this is the perhaps what we these are the shrines. It sounds <laughs> sounds dangerously like the the missions in generations where it's like it's not even going to be a full length level it's going to be little splices of i mean i agree it's probably that more it's probably more likely that like not like a full-on level it's probably a uh short little challenge of some some kind um i'm not sure that's what you actually want because <laughs> uh, we like we complain plenty enough about how sonic levels are far too short almost all the time yeah absolutely <laughs> But hey, I don't know. I feel like that was an important part that they. Oh yes, it was an important part. It just makes the whole, the whole marketing strategy for how this has been been done just even weirder. Yeah, and um, actually, I think now that I think about it, I think this this must have been the the Nintendo footage that I saw that I'm remembering because I think at the time I watched it specifically because it was a trailer, and I was like, "Here's here's an actual." Like properly made, cut together, real trailer right, to show right. off this game, not like weird IGN footage. Not like, like like actually Sega published. Yeah, then. but then all the B roll IGN were allowed to show was yeah, Sega, but Sega was, managed as it well. Was, it was made by Sega, but it wasn't necessarily like cut or, oh, I suppose or right. release yeah. ordered by Sega. Yeah, that's the other thing. We I mean, we just don't know. I suppose no. Like, I, I think IGN were probably held back by Sega. Right, they had to have this whole plan of like we're talking about this then we're talking You'd about hope this, they had a plan, about this yes yeah but but, but i don't think but it was a dumb plan <laughs> yeah I, d- I doubt this was ign's doing like um I'll, well whoever's doing it was it was still dumb yeah it's a, it's a real stupid way to show that game especially if you know if 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 this nintendo trailer had come out before the IGN stuff it would have been totally fine because mm. <laughs> as far as i can tell there is actually you know complaints about its look aside 
I I feel like the vibe is sliding positive. I positive think it's vibes. Like weirdly positive though. I feel like maybe the <laughs> maybe maybe the people who have played it there's still stuff still stuff that they can't talk about much. Possibly. Yeah. Well, because they haven't Okay, they've talked they have talked about it, but we haven't seen it in that there are other playable characters, right? Like some of the stuff you collect is supposedly have for, they for Amy. Actually confirmed that yet? Or is that still? I, I don't know. Like, like I'm, leaks I'm, and rumors. I have. I think I've heard some stuff like that. Some of the collectibles that they were that Sonic was getting in some of the footage we've seen was wasn't actually meant for Sonic, right? He yeah, could get them, but it would benefit another. For Amy doesn't necessarily mean it's going to upgrade Amy. It might just be for Amy. I suppose you're right. <laughs> I suppose it could be a side quest. Um, in some way, yeah, you might be right. Maybe I've read into that. Um, yeah, we just don't know. But that's, but that's but kind I of mean, the thing. This the other thing is just existence, bit... at least. <laughs> yes. It's not Sonic alone in this weird void world. <laughs> well, it depends what character. I mean, maybe. And whether we get Roid Knuckles or, or regular Knuckles. I think I saw a headline that said being the cat was confirmed in Frontiers, not just in the anime or oh, cartoon days. whatever. Oh, my days. <laughs> Return of... Oh, wait, wait, what about Froggy? Well, I mean, what about fishing? <laughs> what about fishing? <laughs> have a big open world. you got to have a fishing minigame, right? Or cyberspace challenge holes. <laughs> Maybe. Challenge fishing. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what big cat levels were in the original version anyway. Challenge Sean. fishing. <laughs> Hey, Sonic Frontiers. Market yourself better. You might be good. Um, Still keen to come out this year, apparently. Uh, apparently, <laughs> yeah. They've not. They've not locked that down particularly. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I think this year it's, there is. A, I would. I would say there's a very high chance of more delays, and that it's that it's shipping next year. Or well, get it in your league, and then you'll have a free zero. <laughs> Yeah, I won't mind that. I did. I did notice, you know, league uh, fantasy critic league league talks that Zach pipped me to to Xenoblade. It's like I had a bid on that, and he outbid me. I should have bid more. Yeah, we've got so much budget at this point. Well, yeah, I'm the one with the least budget. Yeah, I should have haven't looked in that in months. (laughs) In fairness, my confidence level in Xenoblade isn't high. Oh, I mean, I'm sure it'll be like. Six pointer but, or something. But at this point, yeah, it's, it's every game you could probably pick is probably points, right? Yeah, like, it's I mean, like that's, just that's why I feel way shit up. Yeah. Mm. Need to hunt some games. Get some games in my list, yo. Um, I, well, because half my list is still unconfirmed, as it turns out, for like the release. <laughs> so it's. Well, I mean. Get everyone get some more counter that last counter pick in if you can. Yeah, if you think there's likelihood of something to get pushed. I'm see. I think your lists are both of your 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 lists are way more solid than mine. So my counter pick is my counter pick. I think is slightly is is harder. Mm. Personally, I think I think if if I was to counter pick myself, I think <laughs> I'd have some good choices, but I can't do that. Anywho, uh, have you said League of Intrigue on Fantasy? <laughs> Continues, um, uh, but what we did get a date for is um, that Mario Plus Rabbids game, it which is... for some reason you seem to think wasn't going to come out this year at one point. 
I don't. I think they. they I think that it was one of those games that had only ever, they'd only ever said twenty twenty two. Right. So they hadn't put an actual and hadn't put a hard date on it. on it, and now they have. But why did you think um, that wasn't going to make it into twenty twenty? I don't know. I think everything's slipping right now. It was, sure. it was like it was a late twenty twenty two release, right? It's like it's October twentieth. Well, yeah. um, is its actual date, and it's um, uh, I don't know. Anything towards the back end of the year, I think, is slippable, given the you know. We're, is, we're, we're still, you know, pandemic times-ish, and it's like the delays are still happening as a result of that. Um, it is a combination of Nintendo and Ubisoft. <laughs> like, yeah. They're not especially known for letting dates slip. I mean, Ubisoft can be, but not so bad. They're not They're not that bad. Um, and Nintendo definitely aren't bad most of the time. Well, yeah. Once Nintendo actually puts a date on a thing. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're pretty upfront, usually. Well, aside from, I guess, Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild, yeah. That's the big one. And... Arguably Metroid Prime, but I don't think they ever put a date on that, so <laughs> that's it's fine. And technically, in Zelda's case, I mean, and other lo- big Nintendo games recently, they do allow themselves like you know a couple of months delay if they if they feel like they need it. Yeah, even once they put a firm firm ish date on it. <laughs> yeah, if, I suppose if it was coming out in October, there's, you know, there's not much there's not much wiggle room to get it out in the year, is the thing. No, but I mean that's where I, well, I think when Nintendo are working with a partner, that's when you start getting a bit more pressure. I feel. Mm. Um, I mean that game also looks good. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't play Kingdom Battle, but yeah. it, but it, it but it looks good. Looks like more of it with some new things, which some is what you want, things. I guess. Yep, they shape not just rehashing the actual combat formula they're making changes to it da, 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 everything they probably needed to do um yeah in a strange way those get those games make sense to me right <laughs> it's like it shouldn't work but they do makes sense i mean would it have been better if 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 somehow Nintendo had come up with this idea by themselves and the rabbits had never got involved, if it was a pure Mario like XCOM where you're fighting against like Cooper Troopers or whatever, would Mario have ever had guns? Well, I mean, you could easily replace that with like shells or something. I mean, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I think, or make I it think a Splatoon I'm... game like Splatoon Tactics. Oh no, that would have worked. That would have been, but that may be too obvious. Well, yes, but maybe, maybe the uh, ability to riff on it, like, but that's a kind of a core part of this, right? Like the, the because it's rabbit rabbits. I was just about to just call them straight up rabbits. <laughs> because it's rabbits, they can riff on it, and it adds that element to it. But then, and, you know, Nintendo invented their own rabbit characters at some point for yeah. some reason. I mean, the only, thing I, the only thing I can think of that might have made the whole package come together as if it was a Paper Mario tactics sure. game. I mean, right? that is kind of what the battle system in Origami King was, right? It's almost tactics sort of, in sort some of. ways. So, like, perhaps if they had gone that direction. Um, or Mario and Luigi before that franchise died. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that could have worked too. It, it would have to have been... Well, I don't know. I guess to make a tactics game work, you need some amount of, like, that... that that storytelling, which isn't really Mario's normal strong point, unless you're in these sort of offshoot games. Yeah, yeah it probably, yeah, probably not just straight Mario. You probably need some slight variation of Mario. No, you couldn't have like Mario Kart Mario or Mario Tennis Mario or I mean, no, not, not even those like forms. I mean, Battle Strikers gets a little closer, but even then, I no. mean, you could have gone like if it was like Mario Dodgeball, except it's a tactics game. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> 
But then maybe you want that, to make another Don Mario sports game. Yeah, but then maybe that would have stepped on the toes of what was that that dodgeball academia or something that's come out. As recently. if Nintendo care. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's true. That is true. I don't know if they had like some kind of partner arrangement with them, but like, yeah. yeah. Anywho, so that was Nintendo not doing a thing. Yep. Um, hmm. uh, in other news, uh, we've got. Uh, Halo, Halo Two. Do you remember Halo Two? <laughs> I remember that game. Remember Halo Two? It's like I played played it surprisingly recently <laughs> for me. <laughs> it's like nearly nearly twenty years old. That thing now. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that exciting E three two thousand three demo that 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 blew everyone's minds and wasn't oh, actually man. part of the game. Um, yeah. Three four three are actually going to make that playable and put it into Master Chief Collection. Which is pretty That's rare. Cool. <laughs> that probably will take a lot of quite a bit of work. Yeah, because that thing apparently was like just held together by like sticky tape and bubble gum. You know, it's yeah. like the rest of the last chief collection. <laughs> no, I mean like that, that, yeah, the E3 demo yes, itself. Like, That's even... what you meant. But I mean, <laughs> it's going to fit right in. Yeah. <laughs> Harsh. <laughs> I mean, MCC. It's taken a long time. MCC is pretty solid. Yeah, pretty um, solid now. Yeah. Uh, um, that's cool. I mean, it's a fun curiosity, isn't Absolutely. it? But, like, that'd be fun. I mean, it's a, a good. Like... I think it's a good. It's a decent thing for them to do for for like I guess the twentieth of Halo Two. So maybe that's why they get get getting it ready. Maybe that's soon. I, I, my dates aren't great on that. I don't know. Um, when are but... they doing the Halo One Mac demo? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That that would be insane. I mean, I mean isn't that Halo Infinite? That's... Oh, I suppose. Kind of. Kind of. And and like when they go down into the facility, that's basically just the silent cartographer level, isn't mm. it? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, expanded on that. So I don't know what would there be in that demo other than that that you have the a stupid high pitched voice. I guess. <laughs> uh, I guess. Um, oh, I suppose there'd be the opening. driving through the things with the wildlife, right? Yeah, that's what was missing. From, oh, right. From, yeah, yeah. That is where the infinite comparison happens. <laughs> Yeah. Do you and, get what, some amount infinite? of squad control? Was that sort of going to be a thing in the Mac version? Mm. I mean, it was unclear because, you know, the Master Chief didn't do that much in the uh, apart from appear at the end. Yeah. Spartans were kind of the uh, late reveal in the original book. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah, but that's rad. That's, that's cool. Yeah. I'd like to give that a go. Um, yeah, for a few minutes fun. of fun. Um, sounds like infinites in a bad way, though. Like I don't know. Oh. Like you know the um, three four threes. Uh, three four three haven't quite grasped how to do a live game. It seems that uh, their output is just too slow. And when the the, the the season two reveal was too buggy, um, uh, you know when that launched and stuff like that, and they just haven't really got a handle on how to make the game. As big as it needs to be, I think. I mean, my biggest complaint was there's just not enough maps. And they haven't really addressed that. There's a couple more in Season 2, but um, not enough. That game just needs more variety. Um, it's it's still very good, but like... It, like it, mm-hmm. To to keep it alive, I think you've got you've to pull out quite a few stops these days. And I don't think they're doing it. Um, Broad Infinite. Hey, that co-op's coming soon. <laughs> Eventually. Yeah. With like mission and a mission replay option, so you can go back to the ones you can't do again. <laughs> so finally. Jeez. 
that means you'll be playing it, Zeg, I guess. Theoretically, yeah. I mean, they've already said there are some limitations to the cop. Like, because it's open world, like, player mm. one will act as a tether point. Sure. I mean, so, that's, that's kind of yeah. just like how Halo always works, kind of. Yeah, because you had to go through Hang a loading on. zone and player two would always, like, have to just catch warp. up. Yeah. Um, Constantly. Um, but it would be whoever was in front, right, in, in yeah. the old Halo games. But yeah, they're going to make player one act as a tether. And if you get too far away, it will do one of those you're leaving the battlefield style uh, countdowns. Um, should just walk you instantly. <laughs> it should walk you back. Should continue yeah. the tradition of confusing, confusing in Halo where the player gets warped and doesn't know where the fuck they are and what they're looking at. <laughs> yeah, well, they should, there shouldn't be any warning at all. No, right? exactly. Like, just, you just disappear. Oh, that that would be pretty funny. I'd be, I'd be down for that. Make it a toggle. <laughs> so then turn, oh, on, and the, and the, turn on like classic teleportation where you yeah, don't yeah. get any countdown or warning or anything. No, but you can make it even weirder, right? And then make it so you're not, you're not sure which player is going to get teleported when that happens. It just oh, picks one. Yeah, that would be weird. <laughs> I suppose in the in the actual levely bits, you could, the, the game would know who is ahead. Yeah, but like in the open world, it would just have to pick one. I mean, you could you could organize it by like who's nearest to an actual objective. I mean, maybe like yeah. that would slightly help, I guess. Uh, so there's that. That's Halo news. Uh, that sweet Matrix Awakens tech, UE5 tech demo is going to get delisted from the store. In fact, it's probably already been delisted um, by the time you hear this. Uh, did you faff, faff around with that? Uh, I did, yeah. yeah. I've, I've, you I've, did, I've, yeah. I've, I've messed with it a few times because it looks real yeah. nice on the Series X. Um, yeah. I mean, it was a slightly, it's just, it's a slightly odd demo, right? Because it's not it's intent it's not intended to run at like game frame rates and things like that. It's just no. designed to be, hey, here's what here's what you can achieve in UE if you're targeting that cinematic look. Mm. Um, and then there's a pretty impressive demo for it. Um, oh yeah, it's just how long until we see some games using that tech? Yeah. I mean, obviously, eventually, probably most games <laughs> seem to use Unreal Engine. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely. UE, uh, UE four still. Is everywhere, yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, I th- eventually, I mean, UE five will be the everywhere. <laughs> I mean, presumably, but like, I suppose it's not guaranteed. Maybe if it is actually harder to work with, it won't be. But I, I, I think it, the whole point is it's supposed to be easy to work with. And so. I think there's a huge number of um, uh, licensable engines competing with it, right? Like, no. it's, it's got Unity, no. and that's about it, right? Like, every yeah, uh, almost every other engine you see is proprietary in some way or has to be like carefully considered through licensing like it does happen mm. like every now and then that you know you get some weird offshoot engines doing well like um uh you know death stranding is the one that comes to mind where it's pulling up gorilla games as um engine whose name i can't remember what the name of it i can't remember um but that only came about because i don't know i think kojima productions needed a bit of help um and sony were willing to help so got them in contact with gorilla hmm Uh, yeah. So anyway, I'm assuming that's that's a matrix licensing thing. Is why that's dying. But it it was it was cool. Um, to just see more than anything, and then for you to just be all like, "Hey, this actually runs in real time. What the hell? This is like running fr- old 3D Mark demos on my PC. You know? <laughs> <laughs> this is cool. Also, a huge number of gigs for no re- for like a couple of minutes. So a bit of a waste of space on your hard drive, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, a massive download. Uh, finally, speaking of Kojima, according to Greek news, 
He's the one that assassinated Shinzo Abe. I doubt it, Sayo. Although that would be very metal gear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's very metal gear too. Uh apparently, right, the story behind this like is that there were some questionably racist meme jokes going around and this I mean, I'm sure the racism wasn't in question. <laughs> yeah. sure it was pretty explicit. Yeah. Yeah. And um uh yeah, so I think I think that for some for some reason, I guess some not very internet savvy person in Greece, uh, in this Greek newsroom, was just like, "Yep, no, that 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 must be true." <laughs> let's let's grab these Kojima pictures and put them all over the news. Oh dear, terrible, terrible. Oh news people I mean, do your jobs. Yeah, I mean, you, you have you have literally one job, and that is to verify your source. <laughs> Shocking. I mean, the whole thing's really shocking. I mean, yeah. Was, uh, just talking to my brother last weekend about how it's funny that, I mean, it's great that it's funny that people, you know, well, there was that period when like, there were so many assassinations, right, in the 20th century, and like, uh, you know, JFK and the Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and JFK's brother, Robert Kennedy, and like, there's so mm. many. Reagan got shot literally got shot like used to be pretty common there were like assassin people were just shot dead and that and it doesn't seem to happen anymore and since i said that <laughs> terrible yeah but, but since i got shot who would have thought that, that you I could know. actually use the word assassination like I know. In, in a weird way it's like when you see that like it, come up on telly and it's like and it's not about some uh arguably horrible dictator <laughs> Except they yeah. wouldn't even use the word assassinated right in that instance, would they? They would be like in, I don't know, I'm thinking like when Bin Laden was taken down. But it's like te- technically you could argue that's an assassination, right? Yeah, but, I mean, it is. Yeah, I suppose that's true. How much propaganda do you want on the word? Yeah. Y- yeah. And I mean, he yeah. wasn't even, he wasn't even like, you know, current. No. He's, he's retired. So oh, yeah. is it yeah, even yeah, an yeah. assassination then? Like, if you want to take a slightly is. more legitimate, like... Yeah. I mean, the thing that sort of bothered me about the news coverage about it as well was just, like, they were like, he's been shot. And they didn't really tell him, like, but he was shot, like, for, presumably for a political reason, for some kind of thing. And they didn't really go into any of that. Like, he was, like... No. Uh, I suppose He, he was talking like... at the time about something, and the news just, like, didn't cover what he was well i think he was just about. doing i think he was just doing a stump speech to help like a you know a candidate a current candidate from his party uh, and endorse and help a current candidate get elected sure. not himself i mean surely yeah. that's like if it's even if it's like inconsequential like that surely that's an important part of the story right just in case it's yeah like it's i suppose i don't know it, yeah. little details they don't want to they don't want to say what the motive of the assassin was until they can figure it out um, we'll, we'll find out more about it but yeah no it's true. but they wouldn't they wouldn't necessarily be stating that right it would just be no. describing the situation better yeah maybe it's just badly reported but yeah apparently it was like a home completely homemade gun right because they have yeah. no access to, to guns so you had to like which is yeah i don't know if it was like 3d printed or like constructed yeah. out of pipe work himself i don't know yeah, like a homemade shotgun with the batteries and another electric ignition or something. Madness. But yeah. Gone to a lot of lengths. Yeah. 
I mean, just shows you can't, you can't, no matter how straight your gun laws, you can't prevent it. But surely that's a lot better than having just being able to walk into a shop and buy a gun. <laughs> sure. I mean, the fact yeah. that it takes that much effort probably is definitely a good thing. Absolutely. Yeah. It's um, a dedication required. Not that I'm saying yeah. that's a, a wait, but that spins it in a too positive a light. An obsessiveness required. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. About that. Obsession required. Um, yeah. Awful. Anyway, oh, it wasn't Kojima. That's Kojima is in the clear. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it was it was not Kojima, and it wasn't a clone of K- Kojima, and it wasn't a clone of Kojima's like arm or arm. <laughs> yeah, it also, they, they got it also, reattached to someone else, or, and he wasn't, it also it wasn't. It wasn't like a random medic who had like face grass to like look yeah. like Kojima it and was, had been hypnotized. Probably so wasn't Nano. Was <laughs> probably wasn't Nanobots. <laughs> Nanobot son. Nano machine son. Yeah. <laughs> you got nanoed. I mean, I'm sure it was the Patriots. I mean, ultimately. <laughs> I mean, probably. The, the, some the, definition of a Patriot, probably. <laughs> yeah. Or the La Le Lu Le Lo, or something like that. <laughs> La Le Lu Le Lo. <laughs> to surpass Metal Gear. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, I'm sure that those Greek. Journalists were playing us like a damn fiddle. <laughs> oh boy, that's news. What other news we got? No, oh, no, that's no, it? no, yeah, I think that's, that's it. about it. Unless, unless about Zach's skate. got some surprise news. No, I, mean, I guess we could talk about skate. Skate four still a thing. That's, oh, all, that's all EA really had to say about that. I feel like I mentioned that last week, but maybe mm. not last podcast because there was some there was leak leaky stuff last time. And then well, they, I mean, I'd seen the video. At some point, <laughs> I thought that was before the last podcast, but maybe not. Yeah, I, can't, I honestly can't remember the timeline on that. But yes, the EA just literally just wanted to say, "Hey, Skate Four still a thing." Mm. Um, EA haven't really done anything no. this year either, so they, they, they haven't done a presentation. And for that matter, neither is Ubisoft. No, what do EA even make these days? Football, not <laughs> FIFA. Well, not FIFA. They're still football though. E- e- yeah, EA and fo- also the other kind of football, football and football. <laughs> Um, EA Football Club. I, I guess they still they still have the golf, right? Like, but I they don't. We, I think no, we discussed that last we time. No that, one makes golf any longer. They oh. don't make the golf games anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. I no they, one does. I think they, mm, yeah, and they haven't put out an NBA game for a long time. Um, I mean, they have Codemasters, so you know they have F one. Yep. Oh right, yeah. I suppose that's under EA, and that F one twenty twenty two game is supposed to be pretty good. Like even if it's like a minor incremental update on last year's, it's you know supposed to be pretty good. Um, uh, I don't know what else. Yeah, you're up to at the moment. Nobody does. Oh, I suppose they're making that Jedi game, but that's respawn, right? As part of EA. Well, you, when everyone is part of EA. You can't say what EA. <laughs> Every, is. Everyone is part of EA. You're EA. I'm EA. You can't say what is EA working on because I don't think there is like a pure EA like studio any longer. True. Yeah, I'm not sure I can word it in the way I did just then. Like, I don't know. Dice and Bioware to me seem like the most just EA, yeah. other, other than the FIFA team or whatever, other than EA Sports. Sports yeah. Look at it there, EA. Upcoming, coming soon. <laughs> There's very little here. There's the Sims 4 <laughs> high school years. Great. God, more Sims 4. They'll never stop making Sims 4. <laughs> Sims 5 will never exist. No. There's Madden. There's Dead Space. 
uh, which oh yeah, that Dead Space remake. Year. Yeah, and yeah, there's the there's this Jedi Fallen Order sequel, and then oh yes, EA Sports PGA Tour 2023. Oh, they are making, they one. are making one, and that's it. That's all huh. they've got. Oh, there's the NHL. Let's not forget NHL. They do that every year. It's not on their. Uh, <laughs> they don't even EA don't care about NHL anymore. <laughs> it's NHL 22. Yeah. I suppose that's already released. Yeah. They, they do still make one of those every year. But at least they are making a golf game. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. But will it have just... in the air spins, like <laughs> adjustable spins whilst the ball is in flight? And will it have a DMX song on the intro? Those are yeah, important questions. That's okay. Oh, that's good. It's got all four majors. That must be the first time. So it's got the Masters, the PGA, the US Open, and the Open mm. in one game. So that's quite good. How long until we get a, a, a game company making a video game for that stupid spin-off golf league that everyone was getting oh, yeah. rolled up about? <laughs> spin-off golf league? A golf league? Yeah, it's like sponsored by Saudi Arabia or whatever, because of course. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> But it's they a bit were... like a, a minor golf version of that the, the insane football league that they were going to create yeah. that, that, that got shut down immediately. Oh, what, the, the XFL? No, the, the what was it called? It was the what European... Was oh, do, you mean association football, the yes. like, Super yeah. League thing? Super league, yeah, the Super like, League, yeah, yeah. It's basically like, that, but the golf. But and the, the PGA got real pissed as soon as any, any of the golfers started signing up to it because they were like, no, you haven't read your PGA contract that says specifically that you cannot do that. <laughs> <laughs> do not do this but of course I'm sure when the, when those golfers signed the original PGA contract that, that bit of the contract was completely irrelevant because there were no other places to sign up to yeah I guess, I guess they <laughs> so they probably didn't read it they probably didn't read like yeah was it a no, a non, a no compete clause yeah or, or like yeah which is a bit odd to say about competitors but you know non-compete mm. <laughs> non agreements but I guess that's all it is but, you know, having a separate league gives an opportunity for someone else to have a different license. It's like, it's like mm. if, there was a, if the Super League had happened, maybe someone could have, not EA, could have got that. 2K Golf. <laughs> Mario Golf has a license associated with it. <laughs> yeah, you get a little chibi Tiger Woods, except not Tiger Woods, because he wouldn't go to that shortly. I mean, he might. He'd stick to PGA. I mean, he might. He'd probably like if, if the PGA golfers all stayed in PGA. Like, someone might jump ship, right? To be like, I can win this. Well, I mean, yeah. I, there's a you know shit ton of money, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think I, I haven't heard anything else about that after the initial announcement and outrage period. So whether that even still exists at this point, I don't know, mm. or whether it just got shut down like the Super League did. That's good to do for news. Yep. All right. Well, I guess we're moving straight on to what you've been playing. Yeah, cracking through. There's not a lot of random this time, I suppose. I haven't watched, no. I haven't we watched all that many. Random. I haven't really watched any films this time. I'm like, I'm still working no. for Stranger Things um, on the I've television televisual front. Oh, yeah. How far you got through? Uh, I think we've got a couple of episodes fans. left. All right. So you're up to the, the, the clip. Hanger, I guess, before they because there was a gap, you know, they released. Oh, the yeah, no, we're, we're, we're beyond the gap, yeah. Oh, you're beyond the gap because there's only two episodes in the in the, in oh, the final. What's this? Oh, yeah. I, I didn't realize that. Okay, I, I thought yeah. it was like half and half split because, yeah, by the time, yeah, didn't even no, notice only... by the time we've, we've been watching. So, 
Yeah, because they're quite long, all the episodes. Like, uh, yeah, that, the last one we watched was like an hour and a half, something like that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think the last one might be two hours or something. Nice. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I'm enjoying it a whole lot. Like, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's it's really enjoyable. Yeah, it's pretty stupid in places. Yeah, uh, but, but oh, totally. But it is. But it's uh, yeah, it is fun at least. It did have one of those um, like classic. Oh, you got technology wrong scenes. Oh, which one? The 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 internet in 1986. Um, <laughs> with a, yeah, were they collect, connecting to the ARPANET or? I don't the, know. I mean, there was a, there were early forms <laughs> of the internet in '86. That was a thing. Yeah. But but hey, there was, that was HTML code on screen. Um, oh yeah, yeah. The code was hilarious because it had Flexbox in it, which was really. Yep. <laughs> I love that they always do that. Yep. So <laughs> yeah, what HTML wasn't invented yet. Uh, yeah, yeah, CSS yeah. came a long time after that. that whole, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, whole yeah, geolocation absolutely. thing about IP addresses came even yeah, later yeah. than that. <laughs> so it's like, well, I suppose I was wondering about that. I think I did Google that at the time, and it's like I suppose IP addresses must have existed in 1986, right? Because uh, the I'm, Internet Protocol Suite did exist by that point. I mean, I guess, but they probably didn't like um have the authorities to like dish out addresses in the same way we do now right so or well probably there was like, just what a central authority <laughs> yeah probably. possibly so like the whole yeah. being able to geolocate an address and address didn't make sense because yeah. there probably wasn't a you know yeah. a repository for that stuff yeah i doubt that that would be although probably there were so few ip addresses that they were probably just written on maps like being like these ones are in are in uh you know these, all you have to do is just phone everyone's house and find out whose phone is engaged phone <laughs> yeah. everyone yeah because they were kept referencing war games right yeah which when did that come out uh, 1983, yeah. and that had like the modem and the yeah, but, but that was like military, exactly what yeah, the, but that yeah. was what how yeah, it actually yeah, yeah. was then, right? And it was all yeah, direct connection over telephone. Um, yeah, I think they probably did their research. The, the Stranger Things things, but I don't know why they put point. bullshit code. Well, because because they always screen. do. Why they need, do they, they do need that? A, they need something visual, yeah. and so they find something code like, but they never I mean, really you get actually that in every what it was. I mean, like you could look at the code for the and uh, why is it always like web HTML code that they yeah, put up there? Like, like the code for the um, tutorial JavaScript uh, or something is. It, yeah, exactly. It's like when they Google it, they Google it so lazily. It's like I'm pretty sure the code for the, uh, you know, the hosts in Westworld that they have on those fancy pads is just a bunch of HTML. Oh yeah, there's a whole there's a whole website like that just finds these oh, examples I'll and tells bet. you exactly what they are. Uh, yeah, it's just silly. I, mean, I was like, easy. "Oh, this is part of the Linux kernel." Oh, this is which is actually like I, I mean, that's that a, would that's be a good. Deep, that's a, that's a good cut. choice. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> just case, always use bit the Linux kernel. In this, case, just, at this point, you probably could have just taken a screenshot of a telnet, and that would have been close enough for what they were doing. <laughs> I mean, but telnet doesn't. <laughs> no, really, I know, but it's like yeah. the right idea. Yeah, I mean, the, like the, a series the, of IP addresses. Just bung up some binary. Who cares? Like, I think that would be a bit too obviously like not real code, though. <laughs> even regular people would recognise that this is just like this is just zeros and ones. This doesn't make any sense. How is anyone reading this? No, what you really, what you obviously want to do is you want to like make it an Easter egg in, in itself, right? So it's like some kind of like like I don't oh, know sure. Fortran or something and, and, and that, that's, that just prints a message saying like, "Hey, thanks, thanks for liking our show," <laughs> or something like the like the telephone number that's featured in one episode. Uh, you know, you can ring that. That's a thing. They they actually thought of that and made that number dialable. <laughs> so, so you know, they get they get some of their 
uh, Easter eggy ARG stuff, right? Uh, just not this one. No, this was balls. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really like that whole subplot of having to go halfway across the country to to find Dustin's girlfriend oh, or whatever. It makes no it's, sense at all. There was just filler that bit. Yep, I mean, because they didn't know what to do with those characters. Yep, uh, it's uh, it's real stupid. Yeah, they've demoted those way. those guys like so much. Yeah, they? Like, everyone in that little uh, camper van or whatever. Yep, you are you are the worst. <laughs> let's let's get all the worst characters together and... together, and then add a new character who's just like a stoner guy and give him all the lines. <laughs> yep, to try and make this vaguely more interesting. <laughs> I did see one review that was commenting that like every season they add new characters to the gang, and then they have to they they, they never get trim any of them. So nope. at this point, they they just every single hanger on the character uh, just has a whole have to have their own plot you know development um so who knows what happened for the final season whether we have to get yeah, at least for, they did for the most part yeah. they kill they you know they have killed some characters but they're not usually yeah. the ones from old series right like no. i don't think they have ever done that um no normally it's a character that they've introduced that they will get then get rid mm. of um <laughs> I think it, it's it's enjoyable. It's definitely well done. One one thing for me that I I don't know that all the Vector stuff is cool and well executed and stuff, but like for some reason the sound effect of the chimes that's supposed to be creepy. There's something about it the that, sort of bang that, that, that takes me out of it a bit for some reason because I think it sounds a bit silly. The chimes. Well, it's just a pitched down, yeah, clock, isn't it? Because they, yeah, yeah. Spoilers, but they 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 sort of imply that there's some sort of time control there maybe but hence why it goes but it's like it's not it's not super clear Uh, no yeah but otherwise all the production design and the sound design is is good yeah the twist the twistiness has been acceptable acceptable the odd joke is acceptable indeed Stranger Things, Stranger Things is cool. Uh, I also <laughs> finished um, uh, the uh, the the second part of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh yeah, that show is so stupid. <laughs> like, not, I mean, it's 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 uh, like the problem is is like it's kind of engrossing. I I'm not sure it's. I ha- still haven't hit the period known as peak JoJo yet. Right, but I'm about to start that. Um, but uh, like, it's 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 just like the worst tropes of anime in a weird way, but just like presented in the most over the top, like almost knowing, knowing fashion. So it's like, <laughs> they'll be in this dramatic fight and it will look like it's going badly. Then all of a sudden the tables will turn and, ev- and everyone will just be like, nanny. And like, no one will know what, what just happened. And of course that's when the narrator steps in and is like, during this moment of panic, Jojo took the advantage and did this. He lured him into a cutting trap. It's like, it's so stupid. And all the, like normally all those reveals are like the most impossible thing. <laughs> like, this, like none of this could happen. Ah, oh, fortunately, I survived a fall back from near space because the bit of rock I was on landed in the ocean, and that's totally fine. <laughs> it's just breaks every 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 law of any kind of physics you could possibly imagine, and it's and it's kind of hilarious for that reason. Like, like what what kind of ridiculous stuff are they going to pretend is doable next? <laughs> Pretend is doable. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what Zero Zero was, right? <laughs> Pretty much. 
and uh, just keep ramping up to more and more ridiculousness and, and slightly questionable take on the Germans as well. You know, that stand, standard Japanese stuff. And uh, World War pre World War Two Germans, <laughs> slightly, slightly questionable. Have I, have I, have I uh, padded out a random section well enough? <laughs> I think so. I think we could talk about games again. <laughs> uh, should we start with Zach? Why not? Well, I mean, the Steam Summer Sale happened, so now I can actually it talk happened. about the stuff that I got. Woo-hoo. What did you get? Well, I weirdly, I'm about to not talk very long about Rogue Legacy 2, because I played it for like a couple of hours and then moved on to the other thing I played. Oh, really? <laughs> Did not not necessarily you. because it like I didn't like it or anything, but like the other thing was more interesting for now. Hmm. But yes, Rogue Legacy 2, I played it and it's basically Rogue Legacy, unsurprisingly. Yeah. But more polished or, or not that they lack polish necessarily. No, but, how mean, long ago was that Rogue Legacy? It's a long while, time. right? Yeah. Like at least 10 years, at least. Oh my God. It has, it has been ages, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's basically exactly... The thing is, a lot of it is the same in like a weirdly like specific way like it has the exact same well i mean maybe the technology is different but it has the exact same unlock tree with like the building the manor house thing (laughs) it's like that's still the exact same oh okay right they didn't they didn't try and change the setting at all well i mean it is a different setting though that's the thing oh okay it's like it's a completely different castle that you're invading but it just has the exact same mechanisms of right. like you meet death at the entrance and he takes all your money and all that stuff. It's like it's it functionally exactly the same as Rogue Legacy. Well, and you still like get the blacksmith and the rude woman right. and the training dummy. Well I guess he knows a good uh, a good scam when he's <laughs> he's got a good scam going there. Why would he why would he change it? Yeah. Except that, you know, like I say, it's a completely different place and the story is completely different as well. And it so far hasn't really explained like the whatever the timeline is because i mean very closely one doesn't really go into it much in its story but i mean they do kind of explicitly say like you go into this castle you lose all your money and then your your children are kind of cursed and just keep doing it until someone wins Mm. (laughs) kind of but they haven't really got into that yet in this one i mean it's kind of implied that like when you're doing what is the tutorial level, which is like climbing over the walls of the castle, you find little mm. bits of text log that are like implying that this was a rebel invasion of this castle or whatever, which didn't go according to plan, but like they've set up this route to get in, which you then, I guess it's, I guess at the start of a run, it is implied that you do go through that whole route every time because you like drop in from a like an opening. Oh, I see, like the tutorial bit but you skip yeah you just go straight straight to the actual game but yeah it's not really got i haven't found enough of the story elements to determine what the hell is actually going on yet Mm. there's some kind of weird this castle is home to some kind of weird powerful like group of dudes who who like hold sway over the over the land but then like I've just started getting to the point where it's try it's it's going to do an explanation of why the level is randomized where it's like oh, the, the the calls it out for this new section that I've just entered where it's like oh the land out there is getting all fucked up and it's all <laughs> moving around too much we can't actually get crops out of there any longer <laughs> <laughs> 
but yeah, I mean, apart from that, it's it's Rogue Legacy. Although, like, I'm I haven't really played it enough to fully get into it again, which I think is making me struggle somewhat with the controls because obviously Rogue Legacy has slightly strange controls. They have decided that now you just get the dash by default. You don't have to unlock it. Because okay, basically yeah. everyone used to dash permanently as soon well, as you got it in Rogue Legacy. Yeah, it was kind of an essential part of, like... <laughs> yeah. You don't automatically get a double jump, which I often used in Rogue Legacy 1. Mm. But you do get the dash, and then... You have the dash from the start. The first upgrade you find turns it into the air dash, so you can actually do okay. it in the air. Yeah, that was useful. And then, but then that's the thing is like these upgrades that you find are in the castle, like in the actual game, rather than home upgrades. Oh, I see. So they're not they're not like runes. You got, you've got to find them like a drop. Well, no, it's not like a drop. It's like a shrine that permanently upgrades you. Yeah, well, inside but, but, but the level, a, but it's oh, not like the runes that you toggle on and off at the enchantment. Oh, okay, so, so you have to find it on a. You still have to find so it on a run. Yeah, you find it in the run. Okay, yeah. in a specific room. And then you, it basically warps you into like a puzzle room that you know tutorializes the thing you've just got. Yeah, but then you get that forever. Yeah, for, you get that for, forever after for, for, for any run. For any run after okay. that, but it's not like the runes which were toggleable before. You just keep it. You just have that upgrade permanently. Okay. So you, yeah. So the dash gets upgraded to the air dash, and then you, the second one you get is basically the one that lets you read the law. <laughs> you can understand the ghosts, so you can <laughs> actually find out what's going on. And then the third one, which I've only just got at this point, is this is where I'm getting starting to get worried about how difficult this might get because it's this Legacy Two is putting much more focus on like the movement tech, which starts with the downward strike. Do you remember the downward strike in Rogue Legacy was for basically deploying those platforms, and that was pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, now they're putting much more focus on that idea. You don't most of the time you don't deploy platforms. It's just like a thing that you can hit, and then if you downstrike it, you can go up. So you can basically like hit it multiple times to gradually push you up as far as you can okay, by yeah. just bouncing on something. But the trouble is, like, so they've started focusing more on the movement tech for moving through the levels, and now this upgrade to the downward strike is like, well, it's basically like Cuphead. You parry a bullet using the downward oh, strike, yeah, got you. So you can bounce. And now I'm like, oh, this is going to get really annoying, isn't it? Because you're going to be like, you're having to like do a jump, but timing it to a projectile that's been fired from some enemy. Yeah, <laughs> that's definitely going to be a thing. That's going to be probably be quite annoying. That's a bit. I think Shovel Knight did that in spots. Yeah, well. kind of. But it, but then then like the the actual problem I'm having with that currently, and I'm not sure if it. I'm not sure what these what the I need to go and look at the actual options menu again. Is that the downstrike in Rogue Legacy, you just push down. Literally just down. Yeah, there was no like down and attack. Yeah. Well, you could I think you could change it between down and attack and just down. Oh, could you? And obviously just down was like better, because it was much easier to pull off. But that now there is an option. I think the option says that you can have downstrike be at a configurable button, like just a standalone button, oh, okay. instead of down. Except it's not instead of down, it's instead of down and jump, which is like, that's just confusing me every time. Because I'm trying to do a downwards attack using the attack button, but the downwards attack is down and jump, not down uh, and attack. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I can see that. 
So that's 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 mostly what's getting me at the moment. But I'm not sure if you if you change that setting that says you can set it to a button. Does it literally just mean a button? Yeah. Could I not configure it to be down button? and attack? Yeah. Because I'm using all the other buttons. Because you have you have your you have jump. Obviously, you have attack. You have your class ability. You have your magic. So that's all four face buttons. Uh, there's a toggleable option to whether you want directional dash or dash only in the direction you're facing. That class ability is new, isn't it? No, because that was you always had the class ability, like the barbarian shout or whatever. Oh yes, yeah. Sorry, I remember. Yeah. Uh, the, there's an option to toggle between directional and direction you're facing dash, which I because I'm going back to how I played Rogue Legacy, I prefer two buttons so you can dash backwards mm. basically, mm. rather than mm. only da- having to turn and then dash. I see. Because yeah, yeah. if you if you don't turn around, you're dash into the thing you're trying to avoid, and that's <laughs> going to be annoying. So that uses both shoulders. And then you've got like, I forget what the other ones are. Like le- right triggers for like reading stuff, which is maybe that one can be rebound. Mm. And then left trigger, I forget what that does, but it does do something. So like all the buttons are bound basically. And I'm like, I, where am Stick I going to put down? Stick click. I could, but that seems too difficult to pull yeah. off considering and, and how much I'd, they're now using it. And also I'd be clenching all the time. Well, yeah, I, that's I, a wrong problem. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> But yeah, it's considering how much they're starting to use it. I'm like, this is might be a problem. Maybe I should put like, I mean, I could put just like the magic on on a, on like a stick click because like whoever uses that really, maybe mm. you will in Rogue Legacy too though. Although actually, that's another thing that I found difficult to get used to so far is like a lot of the magic is now aimed. Oh, so you have to hold down the All button right. and then a line comes out and then you use the stick to aim. That's new. Yeah, Except well. it's not it's not right stick aiming; it's left stick aiming. So you're pausing your movement to aim to and then aim. you release the button yeah which is kind of difficult to use to and i mean that would save you a button if like most of them were just like a right stick like dual stick like, well like action yeah maybe but then so one of i mostly i've only played regular knight class except for once where i tried out the archer because i was like well, this is going to be weird because it it then all your attacks use that aiming system so every time you attack, you're drawing your bow and then an aiming line t- comes up and then you release at the right time to get criticals. Mm. And you can like do it in midair. Like you can jump, start an attack, draw your bow, which gives you a slight slowdown and then fire downwards, which like gives you a little extra jump by the force. Oh, wow. So okay. you can like jump over enemies and shoot downwards at them, which is huh. very difficult to get used to. <laughs> Pro strats. But yeah, that's that's kind of weird. I haven't tried any other classes yet, but I wonder how many other ones are going to be more weird. There's mm. a, I have unlocked like a lance class, so that's going to have more range, presumably. How many sort of odd genetic traits are you come across? Like, uh, well, I've also like been somewhat nice... avoiding those as well. Okay, I did do a nostalgia run, <laughs> but that's like that's just free. That's not actually a dangerous upgrade. What, what does that do? It makes it like black and white. <laughs> oh, I see that kind. Of, yeah. <laughs> But so there is actually a reason now in like when you're choosing which you know you're one of your free children or whatever to use, you get a gold bonus if you use the the traits that are bad. So there's actually a reason to oh, pick, make it harder for you. Basically, no, that's, that's good. That seems necessary. Actually, they want, I, suppose, I suppose they do need to encourage. Yeah, and also. You don't know what they are. You don't know what anything is until you use it, basically. Even if you find, like, an item in a run. Because it will give you 
item drop rooms where it's like a choice of two mm-hmm. and they have like a vague description until you actually take them and then they tell you what they really are okay so like but is that like on the uh, so even if it's an item you've never seen before or is it like only the first time you yeah see first time you see it yeah okay so next run you'll know what it is yeah same for the traits so once you've used it it just gives it a proper description yeah i think games like um neon abyss had the same approach to that stuff where it'd be like you, you the icon would always be the same but you wouldn't know what it was right uh, and then you picked it up and then you'd use it and you'd be like oh okay that's what that is so you'd be looking for those on on future runs and then there are some slightly extended mechanics like when you find these item rooms that give you a choice of two items you I don't know why they specifically chose to make this separate, but basically you have a you have a item limit essentially. It's called resolve, mm. so you can only pick up so many, and if you go past the limit, your health goes down. I see. So right. you have a certain amount of space to pick up items, but like your amount of resolve is directly related to your weight limit on armor. So I don't know why it's a separate system, really. Mm. <laughs> so when you equip more armor, it upgrades your armor class and go by like weight it says like you're heavy or whatever and then when you're heavy you just have less resolve it's i maybe there's another mechanic later where these two things need to be separate but at the moment Mm. it just seems like a weird extra step to just call it resolve sure (laughs) but yeah same upgrade tree your your encumbrance yes uh resilience yes basically but yeah this is the same upgrade tree as like rogue legacy one you've got your weight limit so you can equip different bits of the armor and then your rune limit for and then upgrade your health and mana and whatever mm. through the castle. Unlock new classes. Build out the thing. But the one, the other one thing that I'm not entirely sure I like as much so far, but makes more sense from this being a more expansive game, is like the different areas are locked off until you, re- until you reach per- progress milestones. So like if you go... You have the, it's sort of the same layout of map initially. You have the castle bit in the middle and then there's like one up, one down and one right. Mm. And the right-hand one is the one that you can go to immediately. But if you go up or down, there's just like a obstruction where it specifically is like, you don't have the thing you need to get through here yet. Okay. So you do have to do them in the specific order. You can't just go anywhere. Like, you theoretically could in Rogue Legacy, but like... But there was a sort of preferred order, cause of, just because of raw difficulty. Well, before. that's the other thing that, like, technically, like, everything was kind of the same difficulty in Rogue Legacy. Like... The later enemies were technically harder, but they weren't necessarily... There was no specific reason that you always had to go through every area. You mm. could just go to the end area first, if you were good enough by that point. Sure, yeah. But then there's, there's another thing that I'm not... I need to play more to be sure about this, but I think they've changed it so that the enemies level up during the run... So, like, at the start of a run, the enemies are actually easier. Like, they take less hits. And then mm. as you go further, they actually get difficult, difficult, more difficult during the run. So you could do a short run and actually have an easier time of it, potentially? Well, I mean, that's what I'm wondering, is, like, if you've got to the point where you've unlocked the ability to go to the different areas, <laughs> if you go to one of the harder areas sooner, does that make it slightly easier? Because the enemies will be easier because you're earlier in the run. Yeah, yeah. And that's actually what's scaling the difficulty, not the order. Yeah, maybe. Because the thing is, when you when you go to these entrance areas, it brings up like a five star rating of how difficult it is, mm. which 
also implies there's more than four areas, I guess. Yeah, true. Because <laughs> otherwise that'd be kind of pointless. Unless there's a very sudden jump between three. Like, oh, no, we got to but three also, why, like, you're five. why even have that if every area is gated off until you have got far enough in the game to get into it? Because, like, it kind of implies that it's a hard area if you can't go there because the developers preventing you from going there. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of things I haven't fully understood yet about Rogue Legacy 2, I guess. But that's potentially the sign of a good roguelike well maybe i mean how, how i mean how does it satisfy in the random department because that's that's, well, a, that's, that's also thing. a key to this right yeah i guess i haven't gotten far enough to know yet like i don't know yeah i don't know if it has like an encyclopedia or whatever maybe to tell you like give you a vague idea how many different items there yeah. are or whatever but you know the enemy variance hasn't been high yet but that's more based on area in in that yeah, game yeah, yeah. You're going to see a lot of the fireball wizards, and I mean, looking back, it wasn't actually huge no. in the original, um, but you'd think they'd they, you know, try and keep up. So far, I haven't seen any ghost paintings yet, which is good, I guess. <laughs> right? Yeah, those bloody <laughs> things. And I did, I did eventually find the entrance to the first boss room, and and I tried it, but that was the run I was playing the archer and. I like I got that boss like three quarters of the way down its health bar, but like now I'm wondering how I how you even would fight that boss as a melee character because <laughs> mm. I mean I'm standing so far away and just shooting arrows at it. It's like well this is almost easy, but then like how would you do this in melee? Would <laughs> you have to like bullet jump your way up to him or? <laughs> well, probably not the bullet jump though because that was before. Mm. That's before that unlock. Technically, I mean you can do it in a different order, mm. and there's like weird fight challenge. Oh, I mean there's all the fairy chest things where like do this room in a specific way to get to the chest all those mechanics are still there right yeah hidden walls yeah all that stuff so uh, we'll see if I play that some more but the reason I didn't play that more is because I was immediately distracted by Tunic instead ah sweet <laughs> I'm excited to get your take on this <laughs> well for as much as non-spoiler really, yeah, yeah, yeah. as we have to um I mean, yeah, it's it's good, obviously. It's good. <laughs> yeah, game of the year contender, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's. I mean, it's definitely might be up in the bag at, at this moment. point. Yeah. <laughs> right yeah. up there for me. But like, um, I started to feel like the comparisons to Fez were getting a bit much. But that's like, I think that's just because that's kind of unavoidable in that kind of game. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or like, even the concepts of that game. And Fez are just like so aligned that it's just gonna there's there's naturally going to happen in kind of the same way. hundred percent. Yeah. I don't I don't think they do the same uh they have a similar vibe more than they have the same thing. Well right? I mean like, you, you do a thing that fucks up the world and then there's a new obstacle that gets in the way and it's just like that is kind of exactly the same as Fez's black holes. <laughs> to, to, to a point, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So I, I mean, I've got through the majority of it. I'm at the point where I'll probably take a shot at deciphering the language because I have ideas. Oh, okay. Because yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I was I was trying to work, remember if I'd spoken to you about how that. Well, you works. mentioned it on the podcast, I think, when you said that you that was one of the things that you just ended up looking at. I would never have got it. Yeah, um, but I can see where the clues are, obviously, to the actual language. Because I mean, you have to. You kind of have to use it without actually knowing it in a couple of the other puzzles. Sure, there are there are, there are patterns, right? Yeah. That you start picking up on. Um, 
and you can you can figure out certain parts of it. And I guess yeah, those are your your entry points. Um, yeah, once you know those, especially because there's like extra notes in the manual that even start breaking it down from that entry point. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, have you got one of the, the like back note pages yeah. that seem to suggest it? Yeah, so that should help. And then like obviously. In the second half of that game, you get a whole shit ton more text to look at, <laughs> which probably will help as well. But um, you know, it's kind of a game of two halves, weirdly though, isn't well, it? More, yeah. more so than fairs. It's like you've got your your, your sort of traditional Zelda esque uh, adventure, and then the puzzle side. Well, um, and it's all kind of most of that is kind of like uh, was it in the back half? I yes. guess yeah. It just suddenly becomes comes to the fore. But it is a problem that I've, like, I think that game maybe doesn't quite have enough mechanics either in puzzle or fighting. Like, the whole second half is basically one puzzle. Yeah, it, it does lean <laughs> on, a, on a mechanic heavily, yeah. And then, the, and then the combat, like... But then again, not that dissimilar from Fez. Well, no. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Fez did really only have one mechanic, technically. But then, like, the combat... <laughs> Like it, I feel like it tries to give you options, but none of them are actually useful. Like right in the and right in this late game point, I came across an enemy where basically all I was doing was just dodge hit, dodge hit, dodge hit for like five minutes because that was the only realistic way to actually fight it. <laughs> so uh, I'm trying to figure out where you are. Presumably, you've done the rat boss kind of guy. Yeah, was that not the worst? Like I don't know that that was my boss. That was my like like this sucks. Boss. Uh, he was he was all right, I guess. Okay, I mean there's, there's cover on that fight, which helps. Yeah, to a point. Like you can get him stuck <laughs> and just move around more. Yeah, but I don't know. That was the one to me where it's like the hitboxing for this guy is terrible. <laughs> well, it's just because he knocks you back so much. It's really annoying to actually get get your hits to connect that's the actual problem yeah no i think i had more of a like literal visual problem right with where his swipe was going was not always tying up with how i was well no i think i think i think the problem that i was having with it is that it's because when you're locked on and you're trying to shield something you rotate to face it Mm. but then when he does his dash attack his sword swing goes like slightly behind him, so yeah. it like goes around your shield essentially. Uh, you, you might be onto something, yeah, but that, that 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 shouldn't be how that works, right? Because it's just it's not really the spirit of that sort of combat. I don't think like him having having such a large arc to his sword swing that it's actually well, I mean, they, you in the butt. all the bosses have giant arcs on everything. I know, but it's and then if if there is another problem with that, it's that like I think maybe they could have put more telegraphing down, like. I don't know, maybe not straight up Guild Wars S like ring on the floor or whatever, but like <laughs> sure. particle effects or something to yeah. give a vague hint of where the attack's going to hit. Yeah, yeah. Because some maybe. of the really big sword swipes that some of those bosses do is just like, I mean, it hits on a giant arc, but like mm. how far outwards exactly? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. It is it, that that stuff is hard to judge uh, most of the time, but uh, I think yeah, maybe it's just. Certain bosses that was a lot easier than others to actually get the judgment right, and uh, yeah, I think the, and there the, were definitely some cheese tactics on some bosses. Well, I mean, a lot, of, a lot of them are cheese. Yeah, 
like the the massive guardian thing where you can just like rush under it half the time <laughs> yeah once you actually can once you outmaneuver it sideways and it can't turn to keep up and yeah. you just sort of like run alongside it for a lot of a lot of that fight not that you'd really really need to because that once, no, you, that once was, you understand that, was, that thing it's like not actually yeah, that difficult that, fight. that one wasn't so bad um because I think the I think the dash attacks are the actual problem. Where like when an enemy does a lunge attack because of that because of that theoretical like backwards hit zone and stuff, and because it's very easy to like it's like if you try and push forwards too much while they're dashing towards you, you just get out of range in the other direction because they go past you, and it's like that's not, not helpful in any case. Yeah, there's a lot of situations where it's better to just like kind of keep an exact amount of range that will cause them to dash but not too far that they'll do a different attack or whatever mm. which can go be kind of awkward and then realizing whether you want to dash whether you want to like evade towards or away or sideways yeah that that can sometimes be because the the wind-ups for attacks are so are so short yeah um yeah it's, it's it's very hard to judge which which dodge you need to do sometimes Although that gets mitigated somewhat when you get a certain power. Well, but, yeah. Like, uh, but even then, it can still be tricky. Well, that was what I was saying about that um, that one specific enemy, which I guess was technically a mini-boss, but like, it, it really was just like, I'll just go through you and then hit you once, but then you turn around so fast I can't do anything else, so I'll just keep doing that for five minutes. I think I know which one <laughs> you mean. Grinding it down. I think I know which one you mean now. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, because I did pretty much the same thing. <laughs> but that seems like really... That seems like a place where that game maybe could have used some more mechanics or just like... The trouble is, to add more mechanics, you'd have to slow things down a bit, really. Mm. If you wanted to make a, I don't know, even Hyrule Warriors grade of like combo system, whatever. Right. You'd need to slow everything down a bit. Maybe, yeah. To be able to pull that off. Or have a slightly more um, uh, well-defined hit stun kind of system yeah because so you, stun- so you can hold pink things in a combo a bit better well um, maybe but that would probably be too powerful then. yeah possibly because <laughs> when you do get that stun bar to actually stun things it's just like then you could just totally annihilate things and just just keep covering them most of the time once you get powerful yeah. enough yeah oh yeah yeah on the on like world enemies but not well, on yeah, the sort obviously. of like stronger ones um but yeah there's there's like because they give you that stupid parry, and how is that even useful oh, ever? The shield bash, <laughs> yeah, that is the worst. Because the, t- the timing is so real awkward on it, right? Because it's again, it's one of those problems where it's like enemy wind ups are next to none. Your wind up on that particular attack is ages. Yep, it takes forever. Like that, the earth has frozen over and poured itself out by the time you have like slightly mushed your shield in front of you. <laughs> it's 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 an incredibly terrible attack. I have used it. I did use it just for a laugh on occasion, just yeah. to see like, does this actually work? Does this do a thing? And it's like, and a lot of the time, yeah, it does actually do a thing. It's just impossible to actually use in real combat. I mean, it theoretically would be good for like certain boss attacks, except. The other problem is that they don't necessarily telegraph which attack they're doing distinctly enough. No. So you don't really have enough time to see, like, oh, this is the big sword sweep, this is the one I should parry. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I'll have plenty of time to do it, because that attack takes ages to charge up, but because the animation isn't quite distinct enough from the other ones, There's, you don't recognise it There's never enough time, and it's also... Uh, 
But it's not like they often follow a set pattern of attacks, right? Either. No. I mean, so it's, it's just which attack is this? Yeah. They don't necessarily combo them or anything. Exactly. Or do them in It's order. not like, oh, it's, oh he's going to do two of these and then he's going to do the thing I want to parry. So it's like, I can be ready for it. It's like, it doesn't follow those rules. Um, but yeah. No, but no. that's. In a weird way, it's like I know that is the majority of the game, like or at least the majority of the first half of game. But that very much wasn't the big draw for me. No, in in, in this hmm. experience, because um, yeah. most of the time it is enjoyable. On it, like even even that, even with its flaws, that combat is is enjoyable. Yeah, it's just it's not the the main draw of the, the experience. Although it did feel like. This is, as we said about the second half of the game being basically one puzzle. And, I mean, there is a second mechanic that's important for the second half of the game. But the trouble is that, like, that second mechanic kind of eliminates all the other puzzles that you thought were there. You thought this world was more complicated, but then you get this one thing and it's like, oh, this is just the solution for everything. <laughs> or two <laughs> things, I guess. Yeah. Man, I'll have to talk about it off air. Well, but, yes, like, but there's, yeah. There was one thing I was chasing for ages before I realized that was not a thing I needed to chase. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I just, yeah. And, and it did, the game did that to me a few times where it's just like, oh, I must need a thing. Oh, no, I don't need a thing. <laughs> and also, I mean, maybe this is too much spoilers to even talk about with Rob directly because I haven't finished the game, obviously. But yeah, yeah, I'd have to get a feel for where you are. But. Um, there's one item that you get quite in the early game, which seems entirely pointless. I can't work out why its actual reason for existing is. <laughs> I mean, active item, not just like an item item. And I'm like, why? Why is this? How is this useful in the early game? Well, relatively. Early. Well, I mean, I guess as soon as you find it, it is kind of hidden. Well, there's definitely one item that I never found a purpose for. Yeah, exactly. Um, at least. Um, but I can't remember where I got it, because I, I think it might have been one of those items I missed and then found later. Right. Um, yeah, you you could easily miss it, I guess. Uh, yeah. But, but if... I did... The, the, I thought, if it's the one I'm thinking of, like, one of the puzzles that I ended up not really getting and ended up having to look up, um, I thought this was for that. And right. I came up with a, an elaborate way of trying to figure out what the solution might be. Ten, yeah, what wasn't a thing. Wasn't a thing. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, that that is the thing that, like, I don't know, it, it, like, some of the stuff in the manual that tells you what to do is just like, okay, that's fine. But then sometimes it's like... I don't think it like misdirects you or anything, but it's just like this is st this is still not sufficient information. I yeah. mean, when you translate it, probably it'll be fine. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, if, yeah. I'm sure if you had the actual actual words, like everything would be <laughs> well. Like... Or maybe I mean, some of the words that they use specifically are not like they specifically are designed to misdirect you in the late game. <laughs> mm. Kind of the name of at least one thing. But I don't know. <laughs> right, okay, so you do know what that is. Yeah, that was going to be my primary question to you. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the thing I was chasing. And then realised I didn't have to chase. Yes. Yeah.
and also that 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 was me accidentally getting misdirected by the manual because mm. it because there's a in the item page there's a there's a blacked out item and i was like that's gotta be it and then i forgot about this whole other item i had that exactly fits in that hole i was like oh yeah uh-huh. <laughs> yep i did that <laughs> it's, it's hilarious how many of these are ringing true yeah um. this is a hell of a game yes and i'll probably finish it in the next couple of hours probably depending on whether <laughs> i can be bothered to do the whole translation effort <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'd be, I'd, I'd be super impressed if you get it, honestly. Um, get the translation bit down. There is definitely one puzzle that you 100% need to, to have the translation for. Yeah, I think I've um, got like five more of the one thing and then like three more of the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone can work out one of those puzzles quickly at Zach, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 and it'll be nice to see. It. It'll be interesting to see if you got misled by the other one I couldn't get. Um, and also because I listened back to the old podcast to make sure I wasn't going to accidentally spoil myself from talking to Rob about it this much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, nice. I've, I've also been pre-warned about do doing the A ending before doing the V ending. Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. Do that. Just, just, yeah. Don't hundred percent the game first. Otherwise, you'll miss an achievement. Yeah, and that's that's a real bummer. I mean, I did once. I once I remember that you said that. I was like, oh yeah, this does kind of imply that <laughs> just from what you what knowledge you get. It's like, oh yeah, that sort of does suggest go go and fight the thing early yeah that's that's my advice go and fight the thing early but not too early but not too early yeah (laughs) unless you're super hardcore i mean you could i mean you can theoretically you can i mean i presume that that the first time you do it is theoretically winnable because it has a health bar yeah yeah i I, I don't i I mean you'd have to be hella hardcore to do it and i honestly i should look up if that's even possible like what happens but it's kind of a key part of the. It's a key moment, yeah. like nor- normally, but I, I reckon you could do it. You'd have to like, yeah. You basically have to like, uh, like no hit it. No, yeah, you know, pretty you'd, much. You'd, you'd have to avoid all damage. So that's tunic, and then that was more or less all I played, apart from a small amount of Factorio and multiplayer. We're going back in at last. We're going back in. <laughs> But we're going back into space exploration again. So okay, although um, the sort of expansion-y bit, yeah, the sort the sort of expansion. But the thing is, like, so they hired the guy who made space exploration to make the actual Vectorio expansion, basically, mm-hmm. which suggests what that expansion might be. But since the last time I played exploration, it has actually still been updated. Okay. And I'm not sure whether I just like missed the last few updates before he got hired or whatever, or whether someone else is working on it now or something. But it has actually changed in a few. I don't know if they're super significant, but a few weird ways. Like they've changed the the like deep core mining used to be you just put the mining drill anywhere because obviously it's going into the core, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. But now there's like specific points that you have to put it on. So that's slightly different. It doesn't sound like they've changed the actual mechanics of it much, like where the where if you have multiple core miners it like decreases output the more you have essentially so like mm. the second one is half as effective as the first one or whatever so it's like diminishing returns sure that still seems to exist it's just now you have to put them in specific locations for some reason softer dirt i guess i mean like uh, scans indicate this there's, there's, there's less hard rock maybe they, maybe they just wanted the slightly more like encourage the logistics effort of Factorio because if you, theoretically in the late game of Space Engineers of Space Engineers Space <laughs> Exploration 
like if all you were looking for was to get the core mining because it's an infinite mine essentially you just like land on a planet slap down the core mines right next to the launch pad and just leave because <laughs> that's like <laughs> you can put them anywhere and there's no you just no logistics required whereas if you have to put them in a specific location that doesn't at least require like some belts and shit always belts <laughs> And, that ma- and then that makes more sense for like the planets that are super infested or whatever, where you'd have to actually clear out enemies to be able to get to the core mining spots. Sure, I guess it means there's more game. There. Yeah, exactly. It like makes it forces a little bit of the actual gameplay to happen. And there's a few other things that seem to have changed in the late game about how transferring stuff by rocket between planets works like the fuel the fuel system is maybe a bit more complicated now like you can go up when you go into orbit you have a you have a space capsule which is like the bit that you go in and that goes on top of a rocket and the space capsule has its own fuel supply and can only carry so much stuff but like when you're launching the main rocket up that uses the main rocket, but when you were launching the space capsule down, it uses its own fuel, and then that's dependent on like your actual personal inventory that counts as the weight for that. So you actually have to have the right amount of fuel to deorbit, maybe. Mm. Although then, then there's like the crash land option where you can deorbit for cheap, but then it like destroys half your stuff or whatever. <laughs> but that was kind of always there. Mm. Like if you don't if you don't land a rocket on a pad but you just, like, dump the payload, then some of the payload gets destroyed. Okay, yeah. So then that was, that was sort of... crash the rocket somewhere else. Yeah, and then all the bits of rocket land nearby that you can salvage yeah. what you can, rather than putting it on an actual pad. But yeah, we'll, we'll be... We're still, I don't know, 10 hours away from even launching a rocket. <laughs> You've done some, that is the one problem with playing the space exploration mod, is you just have to play regular Factorio first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because that's because it's the mod, not the uh, the variant, right? Like yeah. the official variant. Well, they? no, it's because because the whole point of space exploration is launching rockets, and launching rockets is the end of Factorio. Yeah, yeah you yeah. still have to go through the whole regular Factorio territory <laughs> yeah, first. You got to get there to get to the rockets to actually go to the space stuff. We should be seasoned pros at that now. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm expecting us to get through the early the regular Factorio game pretty quick. Hmm. Although, as ever, the natural conflict of multiplayer of like. Of conflicting design philosophy. Yeah, I see. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was funny, really, because I built. I was building like you know my typical main bus, where it's like, oh, here's all the belts of resources going in a nice straight line, and pretty much the first thing that was built was like it's right in the way, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, it's Great. gonna be like this, is it? Great. <laughs> uh, what was I get? Uh, like, so what, what? What is the speed run time for Factorio these days? Like regular, regular Factorio. <laughs> well, what are we talking about in terms of how hardcore a speed run? Well, because okay. like the real, real speed runs of like if we're counting to launching a rocket mm. is like two and a half hours or something. Okay, that's more reasonable than I was sort of expecting. It might be lower than that. I haven't seen a I haven't seen a super hardcore run for a while. Mm. But yeah, and then like obviously the speed run achievement is like eight hours, right? For launching a rocket, yeah, yeah, jeez, and that's the that's the achievement target, but yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the fast achievement target. The other, mm. the, the slow achievement target is like fifteen. <laughs> yeah. Watch any GDQ? Mm, no, not really. 
I, I, I caught the uh, the Metal Gear Solid Two run. That was fun. Just because, just because I I'd, like, I didn't realize how I'd, my my knowledge of Metal Gear Solid Two is pretty weak, right? Uh, probably compared to the others. Right, and it's like I didn't realize the whole thing pretty much just is quite. It's quite a constrained game. Oddly, it feels like even compared to MGS One, hmm. like the fact that it's all pretty much all taking place on a couple of oil rigs. Right, yeah, and it's like, and thus there isn't a huge amount of like visual variety throughout the entire experience. And it's like, yeah, okay, you were just blitzing through it, of course, and glitching it in a couple of places <laughs> as you would. As you see. Um, but it's just a, uh, yeah, the scope of MGS Two seems really low compared to like. The the, the scope of the later games <laughs> or even the first game I don't know I felt like there was perhaps more variety on um, whatever island Shadow Moses Shadow Moses <laughs> that's it yeah. is that right because isn't it like Big Shell is trying to recreate Shadow Moses or something right? oh I don't even know what the it's like the a big is. <laughs> insane conspiracy and like Raiden is supposed to be um, you know supposed to be Solid Snake or or they put Raiden in the position of Solid Snake in Metal Gear Solid 1 on purpose, trying to recreate it. It's mm. really weird. It's really weird. Like, everything about it is weird. See. Except that the former president of the United States is is a clone of Big Boss, and he has an eye patch and giant gorilla mech suit things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Speaking of glitches, that did remind me. I, I did actually, I guess... <laughs> I thought this was going to be uncommon, but I like going back to Tunic. Not long, pretty much immediately after I got the second half's main thing, I fell off the land and died. I fell into the water and died. Oh. I was like, that's not meant to happen. No. I, I mean, I have, yeah, I did glitch it out a couple of times um, in, a, in a similar way. Like I, like I clipped through something that I shouldn't have. Well, I mean, there's clipping through things, but that... Not to go into spoilers, but that's kind of half the point of that thing, almost in some <laughs> right. ways. But then, yeah, like literally within five minutes of getting it, I was just like, Woof! and then I fell in a watery hole and died. <laughs> I was like, "Well, that sucks." But the thing is, I thought that was going to be weird. But then I was watching like a random video of someone else playing the early game, and they just like rolled at the bottom of the staircase that went into water, and they clipped out off and died. Mm. I was like, "Well, okay, I guess it's." Not perfect in terms of the collisions. And for me, it was I was trying to get behind one of the waterfalls that you actually can't get behind. Right. I, I was I was trying. I thought like maybe there is a. Oh, you a think steep... there's a platform back there? Yeah, that you could get to. Like I, I sort of thought, just like oh, this can't be. I don't know. Every waterfall in that game. <laughs> yes, every have, waterfall has a hole. Seems to have something behind it, except this one. And I was like, come on, come on. There's got to be something here. Like perhaps I'm not just doing it again. And I clipped through it and died. <laughs> it's like okay, no, there isn't anything here. In some ways, I was always surprised that there wasn't an achievement for it. Because that seems what, like yeah, that's one it. of those kind of meta achievements yeah, that yeah. you'd get in a game like that, you'd think. <laughs> it's like, no, you're not supposed to be here. Because, I mean, at least you do die. And it also puts your spirit, like, on the edge of where you fell off. Mm, so you can't yeah. actually get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty... Um, it, when that does happen, it's, it's not the end of the world. Although, again... Speaking of like maybe slightly underdeveloped mechanics, it's like the spirit thing is kind of pointless. <laughs> like twenty quid, who cares? <laughs> spirit thing, get your spirit back. The the debt corpse, corpse run or whatever. Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That's 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 not. It's not worth it half the time. But like that's that's that. It's like it's just a weird 
thing that they included because it's from Dark Souls, but yeah. it doesn't function I mean, as bad. It's not as harsh as Dark Souls, so I mean, it's kind of pointless. It does have a benefit, right? The corpse run, because it's like if you die in a boss fight and your corpse is there, you can actually use the corpse reclaim to your advantage because it causes a shockwave. Maybe like a one stun. <laughs> yeah, but it can get you out of a moment. But it's not like all of your money goes into it. That would be that would be the soul's way. Uh, yeah. No, it's it's not that hardcore, fortunately. I mean, it's not hardcore at all, really. Yeah, it's just not really worth worrying about. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying, really. It's just like... Again, especially towards the back, back part of the game where yeah. you're just gaining enough cash through just murdering everything. Like, why include it at all if it's just going to be that pointless? I mean, apart from being a... I mean, they... It's a, it's a sort of reference to itself in a way. For sure, it? and they do also sort of lure it up a bit later on. Mm. <laughs> I guess. They lure it up. They should have lured it up a bit more. <laughs> they, should, they should have... Well, okay. I'm I not, mean, there's definitely, st- there's definitely stuff about the world that I wish they, they had more of a conclusion to. Like, sure. There's a lot of unexplained stuff in that game, but that's fine. I'm okay with that, but... I mean, they should have made it so you had to die at some point. I mean, apart from you kind of do, but kind not, of do. not by choice, I guess, yeah. is what I would say. <laughs> they should have made it a mechanic. Yeah, okay. I can see what you're getting at. Yeah, make it so there's a puzzle around it. Yeah. Because that's what I thought the graveyard was implying, but it was something else. I mean, mm, yes and no. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. It's, it's a yes and no problem, yeah. Anyway, I'm done. <laughs> right. What have you been finding, Rob? Uh, yeah, a bit of a mixed bag of stuff this time. Um, so uh, I've been kind of like only dabbling in Shredder's Revenge, uh, that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. Um, yeah. So I, haven't, I still haven't actually finished every single level on that thing because I'm only like dipping in when I've got like. A super short period of time because each level is only like 10 minutes long not yeah. even that it's probably like seven minutes long in some cases like yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're short things and that game's only got 16 levels i think so yeah i could have finished it already if i really went at it but i haven't really gone at it a bit of me's all like well i'm pretty sure this is gonna play a whole lot better in two-player anyway or multiplayer so it's um it's it's fine in single player don't get me wrong but there's a little bit of me that's just like this is, this is going to really sing in co-op. Um, so yeah, I'm just I'm just not playing it as much as that because I sort of don't want to necessarily overdo it before I have those experiences. Mm. If that's ever going to be a thing. If I can ever convince Zach <laughs> to do it with me. Or do, it does have like a separation between the story mode and the, and the arcade mode where the arcade mode is just like a... a a lived run. It's like, hey, get through all the levels with limited lives. Do it, do it proper, yo. Right. Lived. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yes, lived. You have lives. You have a limited pool of lives. Whereas, like in story mode, you do a level and you get like three lo- lives to do the whole level, right? And they restock when you go in and do another thing. Um. So yeah, the arcade mode is probably where it's at for that kind of stuff. Um. But yeah, that game's still real good. I still love it. So. Super old school music aesthetic in, in particular, like it just oozes nineties. <laughs> nice. I'm having a good time. Best out. audio thing. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> it might it might be my favorite soundtrack of the year uh, so far. Sweet. It's pretty good. Uh, 
Well, actually, the music in Shadow Warrior 3 was also pretty good, if I'm being honest. I have played through that entire thing, uh, and I really quite like it. It's um, so what is this? So Shadow, Shadow Warrior, Warrior two and three. Shadow Warrior back in the day was a um, um, uh, I believe it was a build engine game, and build engine is Duke Nukem, three D. Um, right. I think it was like a like, like a like a total conversion, or you know, one of those back in the days where they took the, they took that engine and made a sort of ninjury spin on it. Um, okay. What was shurikens? <laughs> I guess I never actually played that um, that one back then, um, uh, and I never played Shadow Warrior Two either, which was the relatively recent revival of it, um, but turning it into a more modern day shooter. Um, uh, and again, I can't really speak to what that that game was uh, because I've skipped all the way to three, um, and in this incarnation, at least, it is a Doom like, like a 2016 Doom like. Oh, I see. Okay. So, uh, super fast paced, uh, kind of like designated arenas where you're gunning everything down. Uh, uh, but it, with a, but with an Asian bent, uh, shall we say, um, an, <clears throat> an Asian style to everything. Uh, yes, you're taking, you're taking down demons. You're taking down Shogai and, uh, and triads. <laughs> no, no triads. No, okay. no, no. These, are, these are all demons this time. Like okay. you're, you're in a sort of weird post-apocalyptic world where I guess in the previous games things went bad. Like you save the world, but you'll save the world actually so they, caused the end. Maybe of the, world. the triads were the last game and they did did something real bad. Well, kind of, yeah. So like you play as Lo Wang, who is a uh, which might tell you something about the tone of this game, by the way. Um, who who is an assassin? What the name? Yeah, Lo Wang. <laughs> Uh, Wang. Uh, yeah who who was previously an assassin but like uh, he's like the one of the he's like the last ninja left on the left on the planet and he's uh he's not a very good one by, apparently <laughs> the game tries to set him up as not a very good one um uh who is forced into working with I, I assume the bad guy from one of the previous games to try and kill this ridiculous dragon that is eating in the, all of the chi from the world leave, leaving it in a uh cold and uninhabitable state um but mm. at least where you are things are still marginally still okay um but like super destroyed and stuff like that you know? yeah. uh thus begins your quest to shoot every demon in sight with guns for some reason you also get a katana because of course you do um and that's kind of like this game's vibe yeah it's doom um but with some changes so uh like one of my favorite jokes in the game, like relatively early on, well, maybe a third of the way through it, is um, uh, by this point you've had a grappling hook for a little bit, but a, a character notices you have a grappling hook and he's like, that you didn't have before. And he's like, yeah, man, you've got to have a grappling hook. Everyone's got a grappling hook these days. And it's like, ah, keeping up with the competition. I get it. And it's like, yeah, you're not wrong. It's the, it's the year of the grappling hook. Every game has a grappling hook now. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, you can use that to pull yourself to, towards enemies, or pull yourself around like certain points to swing around the battlefield and get out of trouble. Sort of similar to how Doom has those like rails and things you can swing yourself off. It's kind of this game's equivalent. Um, it has a finisher system that's not quite the same as Doom's glory kill. And oh, I should probably mention it has. It tries to do one of those like you need to kill to keep your health topped up and keep your ammo topped up kind of systems. A little bit like Doom has. Like you're supposed to go through the a sort of cycle of things to keep everything topped up. 
So mm. shooting people with guns will make them drop health. Uh, doing yeah. a melee attack on them will make them drop ammo. Um, and I think like like you can get more fin. You get finisher points from killing uh, anything, but you can. I think you get more of those if you do an environmental kill, for instance, like right. push them into spikes and stuff, or something like that. You'll get a little more finisher. Um, so there isn't glory kills per se as they were in Doom. Like in Doom, you damaged them to a Activate. point where they would flash, and then you could, yeah, uh, yeah, just it just finish them off, and that would give you like a certain spew of these power ups. Uh, mm-hmm. In this, that's not really a thing unless you've built up a uh, a separate gauge. It's like a super meter almost in this. Right. And then once you have it, you can just go up to any enemy and say finish them at any time, right. like an insta kill. Um, so you only need one bar of super to do the lower level enemies, and then towards the the back half of the game, there's one enemy where you need three bars of super um, to do the instant to kill. do the instant yeah. kill. Yeah, um, and doing it, it kind of acts as your like get out of jail card. Um, so you get a bonus of health out of doing it, and you also get a weapon from or some sort of effect from doing it. And the effect depends on what enemy you finish. So it can be used to your advantage in some cases. Like um, the earliest enemy in the game will only takes one finisher bar to, to to finish, and they will give you a extra one hundred health on top of what you you could already heal to. So they give you an overheal essentially, which is great. Like it's a nice little. Like, oh, I'm in trouble, but there's this like pansy in front of me. I can just finish him off, and uh, suddenly I've got all my health back, and I've got more health than I had before. So let's keep let's keep going. Um, mm. And I think that system works really well um, because you can then, like later on, like was if you if if you want to be more offensive rather than use it to get out of jail, you can uh, get specific weapons off some of the big guys. Like there's these huge fat dudes that are basically just rush down melee things but if you finish them instead you get their giant hammer of death and then you could just sort of swing that around for a bit and kill everything um you're not you're still vulnerable while you have these special weapons but they are they, they can they can help you turn the tide in in nasty circumstances um also you know if, if you just hate those guys which i do i don't really like those rush down people they're, they're pretty annoying to fight at times you know, mm. you can just use it to take one off the battlefield and just be like, oh, that's handy. And that's one less to deal with. Yeah, just <laughs> weed one of them out at least. Yeah. One less. One um, less. I, I, like, the, I wouldn't say all of those weapons you get out of, the, or what those benefits you get out of finishing things are all as useful as each other. There's, there's one in particular I used like once and then found it completely useless for like the rest of the game. And then that, that one you get with the. The, that needs the three super bars to finish that that gun is like super supremely overpowered so it's like it's always worth like just burning all your supers to get it whenever you can and then being like oh i'm just gonna mow everything down now um they don't last forever but like that one lasts long enough for you to do significant work um and th- yeah that's kind of this, what this game is pretty much all the way through like you get these little bits here and there in between the fight arenas where it's got a little bit of like wall running there are these like specific green bits you can run around and then do some pa- platforming and there's some there's some hidden orbs around these sections where you can find them in order to level up your character and level up your guns and uh, like doom you're not limited to what guns you're carrying you're carrying everything at all times you can just swip swap swip swap to what you want <laughs> swip swibbly swap swip swibbly swap swip swash in the, in the middle of a fight to whatever you want um cool. and in the end I, you can end up leveling up your sword so it has elemental effects on it which ended up being i didn't really realize 
uh, for ages that actually that's probably the most powerful thing in the game as it came to it because you get like these um, extra heavy attacks you can do with an elemental effect towards the end um, uh, of the of the katana tree. Uh, it's like the last upgrade you get. Um, but then when when I realized that that actually just like the the frost slash you can do just freezes everything like in front of you and quite a nice wide um burst in front it's like oh okay when i when i realized i could do that it's like well actually that gets me out of trouble most of the time because i'll just freeze everything in front of me and then i can just casually just wander through them and like take a few pot shots on the way and i can't get hurt during this during this little run um, hmm. so it ended up being yeah i don't know the, the, the dance of of combat is pretty fun um but uh, but it's all it's kind of all this game has right it's like right i um, mean that's yeah and to its credit the game does not stand, outstay its welcome at all like okay it's, so it's, it's pretty nice and short, short. And sweet yeah oh that's cool um but i think it's like i think it's perfectly short actually it's like it gets it just right um the game does encourage you going back into a sort of new game plus run and like having a few things different and the doorbell's just gone yeah. Sorry if you heard that. Um, so yeah, it doesn't it does encourage you going through and playing it again to do some challenges and stuff like that. But it's um it's not mandatory. You don't have to. Um, and I would probably argue you probably don't want to. Like because I've kind of had my fill after one run, and I'm not sure I will. I might replay some of the levels to find some of the orbs I missed and get the achievement for getting max orbs. But that might be it. Right. And that might be one me done. done. Cool. Um, I. We'll probably say the humor is not going to be for everyone. It is quite crude <laughs> uh, okay. um, oh, right, in places, okay. but not overly crude. I mean, there's a lot of swearing as you might. There's like yeah, a lot of f bombs here right. and there. Uh, but it's not terrible. It's just kind of like it's just full. <laughs> it's what I would like argue. Storm it's, style. Yeah, it's yeah. Pre- it's pretty stupid. Um, and uh, but that's just this game's entire style. It does it doesn't care. Mm. Which then, you know, when you realise it's published by Devolver, it's like, yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> Publisher doesn't count for the, for the well. No, but that's kind of what, the game. It's, it's kind of Devolver's bag, though, right? They well, do, yes, they do these style of things. <laughs> Might not just be a coincidence. <laughs> that was definitely not a coincidence. Uh, I think it would be more accurate to say that Devolver isn't afraid of publishing games like that. Right. No. <laughs> they encourage them. Uh, yeah, you're exactly right. They go out of their way to find the dumb <laughs> shit. <laughs> it would be my take on Devolver. Uh, but yeah, it's decent. I had a lot of fun with it. Um, could, again, Sweet. like in between podcasts, game. <laughs> <laughs> if you like some Doom and you want some, you want a bit more Doom flavored, but, yeah. but not, but not as much Doom as Doom as Doom. <laughs> then it's, check out Shadow Warrior Three. Yeah, I guess it's all right. It's not a technical showpiece. It's not the best looking game in the world. It runs just <laughs> fine on a Series X. Like it's the performance is solid. Like, I, I guess was that's... this on um, uh, Game Pass? Or? Uh, yes. Oh no, yeah, no, okay. actually, no. I actually ah. had, a, had a copy of this. No. Um, okay. Uh, I was I was gifted a copy, but uh, no, nice. it's, it's actually worth your time. <laughs> cool. Uh, so that's Shadow Warrior. Um, I think the I've, I've sort of dipped in and out of Forza again. I've been back in Forza Horizon. <laughs> Preparing Horizon yourself. Five. Yeah. Preparing yourself for the new one. Yeah, like well, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I know it's a ways <laughs> off, but I've been playing playing a bit of Horizon Five. A bit of me just sort of like I never got to credits in Horizon Five. <laughs> 
Yeah. Where the, how, how does it determine that? Yeah, I don't know. In previous Forza games, there has always been a point where you can get to credits. Um, like, and I think that was just by doing like the festival expansion to a certain point or something. Right. Or, like, well, I mean, um, in Horizon, well, it makes sense because there's more of a progression of the world, kind of. Kind of, yeah. Or doing or, or doing a certain number of the big events, I guess, like finish all the showcases or perhaps finish all the. But I don't think I even did that in previous ones. I don't think I finished all the like the top tier. Like marathon races, I guess mm. they have like the, the the big ones. I didn't. I don't think I did all of those in previous ones, and I still got to roll credits. So I got around to like doing what this game calls the like visit, be part of the Hall of Fame, which actually in this was like super low key. In this, it was just rock up to the main festival, and then it goes and puts your name on like a flag at the <laughs> festival, and then and and you're like avatar, and then it goes, that's it, you're in the Hall of Fame, and I'm like. Oh, wait, wait, that's it? There's no roll credits or anything? I just, you do get an achievement for doing that, but like, okay, fine, great. And apparently that then un- unlocks some like, I think I've talked about it before, the game has this like almost entirely pointless accolades system, which is just like a way of keeping track of everything you've done in the game. Right. And it's also mm. a way of terrifying you a little bit into how much you can actually do in this game. There's like, it's absurdly large. Um, uh, yeah, no, actually doing the Hall of Fame thing just unlocks a whole a whole other page of these accolade things. So it's like, here, go do the, all the stuff the game has to offer, please. Do everything. You know you want to. Go do everything. And I'm like, it's too much. <laughs> Shut your face. There is too much. Uh, I don't think I've even like finished any single one of what the, of the Forza Horizon stories. Like that has these like styles of. Those are the things I've mentioned before like, that are actually kind of the worst part, like the best and worst part simultaneously, where it's like, here's a specific challenge, like go do some mad jumps, go do some things, but they're ruined by terrible voiceovers <laughs> and like, that run throughout the entire thing. Um, like a Sonic level. <laughs> like a Sonic level. Yeah, well, like a Sonic Forces yeah. level specifically. <laughs> Shout out to Shadow Warrior, actually, because it totally sidesteps that. Like it, there'll be bits where you're running around the world, and there'll be like like a ra- the ra- the classic video game radio play running, and characters are talking to each other while you're doing it. If you die, these will not repeat. So, you, like, like you don't ever like. In fact, if you die in the middle of them doing this, it will just pick up from where it left off. All oh, right. Um, I was gonna say, you die, and then you never hear it. <laughs> no, 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 it doesn't. Cure yourself immediately, and then you just skip all the dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't just cut it. It will just pick up exactly where you left off, and it's like I actually think that's genius. Like, it doesn't mean it's like the only way to repeat dialogue is to repeat the whole damn level, right? But um, if like if you really want to, um, but uh, in this case, I think I was like that was that was the right decision. That was that was smart. Well done, Shadow Warrior. No, no, yeah, no super annoying repeats. Uh. Unlike Forza, which repeats every goddamn time. Especially if you're like, so if I was like gunning for like the three star rating on these challenges, you have to listen to the VO every single time, and mm. it's the worst. It's not even very good VO. Is there like, individual volume slider for, for, for voice? There might be, actually. <laughs> you probably could just turn it all off. But there are certain segments, like even before and ending these things, where you're forced to sit through them talking. Right. So it would just be like a silent screen with subtitles i guess yeah uh, which might be preferable i don't know um yeah that's what like i like forza quite a bit but these segments seem poorly executed um so yeah i dipped into that briefly 
I'll probably dip out again. I dipped into a little bit of Dirt 5 again and found its um, uneven difficulty curve to be annoying, especially in the, like, I'm right. I've got like t 10 to 20 more events left to do in that thing. And I'm just finding like the 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 difficulty at that part of the game is just so variable that it's really annoying and it just highlights all the problems that Dirt 5 have. I've talked about it before. Every time I dip into Dirt 5, I have the same problem with it. Um, <laughs> you need to give up. No, not going to finish it. <laughs> God damn it. Maybe I should just, like, I have got a main line route to the, to quote unquote the end. I just don't have, like, yeah, like, I could, I could do every event, but I don't have to at this point. Maybe I should just main line to the end. Um, get it done. Get some chivos and leave. <laughs> um, uh, so the other thing that I just started playing this morning is another vice of mine. Uh, it's another futuristic... Oh, future racer. Futuristic future racer. Future racer. <laughs> um, Out 2. Redout 2 came out um, oh, okay. pretty recently. Um, uh, and long-term listeners of the podcast will know that I quite liked Redout 1. Um, mm. It was a different take on the genre. had a bit of, bit of its own style. Not for everyone, I would say, um, but it did at least nail what it was going for, which is like, hey, driving these super fast cars is hard. Um, learn it. Get good. Um, which isn't the usual kind of approach for these things, I don't think. I mean, like, Wipeout maybe got close, and I guess Pacer was also going for that to some extent as well. Um, but but Redout was the one that sort of, I think, uh, kind of nails that from the start like these tracks are twisty and awkward and weird get used to it if you don't get used to it you're gonna not do well at this uh and i appreciated <laughs> its hardcore take on it um or at least i did eventually like it took a while to get into that mindset um like the initial impression i don't think was too hot um but yeah i eventually did learn to really enjoy that thing which leads me to read out too which is outside looking in more of the same like i i I'm playing it on Xbox, whereas I played Redout 1 on PC, so that's a little change. Um, and that may have been a mistake, because <laughs> this game has problems. Oh, like, right really? from the off, it has problems. Um, oh, and nice. I think they are technical more than design. Okay. Because um, as far as I can tell, the racing plays just fine. Like, like, like while I've been in races, it's been, uh, other than a couple of noticeable performance hitches here and there, like, it's been, it's been all right. Like, the, 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 it still has its signature... Um, strafe and pitch uh, being the, the the sort of like so you don't really have air brakes like you do in like I guess most other future races um, or hover hover car races of that kind you you have you have a brake um, but the trick with this one is like the right stick is will basically always strafe you left and right so if you want to do a tight turn you're turning into it with both sticks um, oh, okay. to sort of turn and and force you inwards so I guess it's a little bit like how F Zero does it actually thinking about it like how GX does it. Um, but you, but the right stick is also used to pitch your nose up and down. So if you're on like a, a loop, for instance, your nose will dig into the ground unless you pitch up. Um, right. So you, so you have to control the pitch. And there are some jumps on the tracks which require you to actually uh, manage your pitch, otherwise you're not going to make that jump. Um, right. If you and, don't touch the control, then exactly. it's going to yeah. wipe um, you out. Uh, okay. So that was kind of read out, read out's like trick, um, and to the point where you had to, if you pitched down, if you didn't pitch down properly on a loop, on an inverted loop, like so you're going around the outside of a loop, 
like the blood would rush to your head off. and red you oh, right. out. Red out. Oh, so the, nice. yeah, the screen would go like violently red. Um, I mean, what you, does that make sense? Okay. <laughs> no, probably not. not no, <laughs> but it makes um, sense if you if you assume that the car is somehow just attached to the track, and that's the only physics happening. Yeah, <laughs> that you are then completely a free body attached to that car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, like in in real terms, it, in in the game, it slows you down if you're not doing it right. Like aside yeah, from yeah, the yeah. visual effect, but you also take damage if your nose is digging into the track. Um, mm-hmm. So you, you you do have to get it right. Um, uh, and 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 the original had this cool, like almost. I would say, like, it has something in common with, like, Deep Rock in, like, in the way it's, like, polygons are rendered, right? They're, like, right. They, they eschewed textures most of the time and had a, made it sort of nice and flat and uh, low poly in places. And it had a real real nice look to it. And I think they've kind of stepped back from that a bit here, uh, which mm. is a shame because I thought that aesthetic actually kind of worked really well in the context of a future racer. It was quite, it was quite nice. Um, it, they've gone for a more realistic approach here. But... That's actually where one of the main problems steps in. I think this game has a technical loading issue in the or streaming issue of some kind because the textures have that old UE3 problem where they take forever to pop in. Like really forever. Like when you're at the start of a race, like you've got this thing underneath your car that's holding it and there's those markings on the floor, but like they're made up of about a 10 by 10 pixel grid at the start of the race and eventually it will load in and it becomes super sharp. But like for ages, like most of the time you've started and you've gone by the time this texture is loaded in. It just, it just looks awful. Um, and pretty much every part of where this game loads has this issue. So even in the menus where you're um, like, if you're loading in car parts and there's like a logo behind the car at one point, that's like telling you like the manufacturer of the logo. Even that is super low res until it loads in properly. Um but that's all fine. Like ultimately, they don't actually affect the gameplay. They they just it's got a loading problem. Um, that also is in the loading times between races because they are excessive. Like Series X is supposed to do away really? with loading issues, right? But this this game takes yeah. friggin' ages to load. Um, oh, weird. Like you know, we're back to early Xbone days level loading. It's not. It's not. It's not good. Um, it shouldn't be there. Um, and maybe this actually leads to what is the game's biggest problem in my eyes, in that the music playback, you know, a kind of a core tenet of a future racer, if you ask me. <laughs> it's a tentpole thing. And hey, hey, I wasn't super into Red Out's music originally, but they are going for something ambitious with their music system in, in both games. Uh, the idea is, is that it's a dynamic music engine, and it's supposed to adjust to what's happening in the race, to how well you're doing, to how fast you're doing. Uh, and move the music around accordingly. So each race, you're probably not going to get the same playback of of the music each time. Um, it's shifting. Um, and while I don't think that was 100% successful all the time in the first game, it was at least interesting. Um, hmm. And they tried the same thing here, but I think what they may have done is they've tried to make it split it out even... I think they've tried to be more, even more ambitious and split it out into like certain stems of music can be brought in and out individually, not just like there's a cut of music here, 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 and it gets uh, hmm. spliced in, perhaps. Uh, I think they've tried to be way more ambitious. And all of it plays out of sync. <laughs> like, it is 100% busted to the point where it just sounds atrocious i don't know how this made it out the door um 
it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Like the, oh, best, no. the best option is to turn the music off. It's that bad. Like it's oh, shocking. Yeah. I was reading a review that's yeah. that makes me think that this is actually like the build that's on console at the moment probably isn't the build that they wanted to be on console because the review I was reading suggested that there was like a forced tutorial the first time you start the game. Like it takes you through this like dramatic cutscene and then there's a bit of like here, take control of the ship, go do this first thing. And then you go on to like there's an expanded tutorial in the career. Um I didn't see any of that. Like I, there was a bit, there's a bit of tutorial in the career, and I think that's what they were referring to as that expanded bit of tutorial. But I didn't see an opening cutscene. I didn't see an opening like intro race or anything like that. That stuff was just missing, mm. which makes me think that maybe the build that's available on console at the moment is missing like the day one patch that everything should have. Ah, uh, maybe. Well, that would be weird. It just seems. It doesn't match, basically. The 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 maybe the PC experience has all of that, but I'm on Xbox and they haven't got it right. So my feeling yeah. is I should probably put this down. Do what I did with Formula Fusion, right? And Pacer. Just put it down for a while and come back to it once they've once they've once they've cleaned fixed it, it up. up a bit. Yeah. Yeah. That worked for you for that for those games though. It right? did, yeah. Formula Fusion did improve. Um Yeah. Okay. Uh uh, so yeah, I think I'm gonna have to take that same approach with Red out, which is a bummer. Yeah, um, it's a shame. Can't get your future racing fix. No, <laughs> you have to go back to a, a game that's already been patched up. <laughs> yeah, so that's a shame. Um, hmm. But that will probably round out my um, my two weeks of gaming. Other than I've been having nice. a proper lemon run every time I've played Rocket League of late. <laughs> Oh no! <coughs> Ugh, it's so frustrating. I think I went like a good, I think the bulk of a week, and I won like two games, like at, at loads, and it was just it was so frustrating. It just was not gelling with my team or what. I couldn't quite figure out what was happening, but yeah, just lemon runs, lemon runs. That's what I'm going to call it. Yep. Uh, my sideswipes career has been going all right. Play, playing the mobile rocket league has been fine. And they've just started a new season, so it's time to earn me a whole a whole heap of bonuses for the real game. Hopefully, yeah. yeah get my get my season pass back on track. I can't remember. Does that connect into the real game? Or? Uh, it does. Yeah, I think every every time you level up in Sideswipe, you get an XP bonus next time you win a match in Real Rocket League, and it works both ways. So, like, if you win matches in in Big Boy Rocket League you'll get a little XP bonus back in uh, in Sideswipe. Um, and I think there is this, for the next week or so, there is actually a, like a crossover event where if you get a certain number of levels in Sideswipe, uh, or you complete enough challenges, sorry, I should say, mm. in, in Sideswipe, you can actually unlock a goal explosion in the real game. Oh, that's um, cool. So they are, they are doing things. It's not quite as integrated, I think, as it perhaps it should be, but um, they are at least tying the two together yeah there's some integration that's cool oh that was the other thing i did sorry that reminded me i played i, I had a set at one evening i played a session of full guys with kippers right oh he, really because that's 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 come out on like xbox and stuff now yes. and, it, and yeah. it's free and it's 100 percent free, free to, to play. play yeah right yeah um and has been advertising the shit out of youtube yep <laughs> it really has with that um, epic money yeah oh yes um 
I mean, that game hasn't changed a whole bit, a whole a whole lot since since I played it when it came out on PS4. No. Um, I mean, the, if anything, it's got harder. I would say, like they've tweaked a lot of the old challenges, <laughs> so there's even more obstacles in them, um, and the new challenges just seem batshit, <laughs> like just even 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 more difficult than before. Um, that I feel like that game is a whole lot more fun played as a team. Like, so we were playing like you can play like mm. solos and bring a party with you, um, mm. uh, but we were playing duos, which like gives you a combined team score. Um, and, cool. and, and you, so you have to go through. You have, both players have to do reasonably well and beat the other team scores in order to go through. So it's not just, uh, yeah. Uh, and I think that I think something about that makes that game more more enjoyable for me. I had a we had a pretty good time playing that it's still stupid as hell and it's still like utterly random half the time whether or not you're going to succeed um but we had a decent time of it um it's, it's one of those games where i don't see myself ever being like like oh full guys is my game right i'm gonna spend all this money on making my bean look ridiculous <laughs> well no but when have you ever spent a bunch of money in the game <laughs> I mean that's true. I don't really like engage or free to play, but like I can't really see why Fall Guys would be that game for people because it is just so random. I suppose it's fun, but like I can't see. I don't feel like the fun is sustained. No. And also because of the random, there's not a skill, not as much of a skill element. No, I, I mean, mean there is something. There is but... skill. Yeah, don't get me wrong. There is skill. You're um, going to be limited by random. Yeah, you're going to be limited by the other players more than you are. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> Anything interference. else. Interference. <laughs> yes, 100%. That game is all about interference. Although, we did win a couple of rounds, ra- we did actually win a couple of rounds of the, the, the oh, I forget what they called it, it was like the Spartan Showdown or something, which was like a, a Halo-themed thing they were doing on Xbox, where you could you could get a Spartan helmet. Uh, for your dude um, we did end up winning a couple of rounds but Kippers won one of them by the most ridiculous method possible so like the final round on Spartan Showdown is just like they put you in an arena the floor is going to be disappearing over time and there's these bomb things lying around that you pick up and they explode and they cause a, cause a sort of impulse on things that are around them and that's all that finale was Kippers managed to win by uh, simultaneously him and his opponent being hit by a bomb uh, and then Kipper's being blown back into the arena by another bomb explosion that that was just in midair, um, and it pushed him back onto the arena. And and uh, yeah, he survived, and the other guy didn't. And it was just it was just fantastic to watch. It was just like, oh my god, did that just happen? It was great. <laughs> These moments can happen in Fall Guys, but like that is for the most part not my experience of how that goes. Anyway, full guys. It's free. You have no excuse. Check it out. Full guys. You have no excuse. (laughs) So much content, so many platforms all the time. (laughs) Too many games. Too many games. Except not, but not this year. Well, yeah, not not too many triple A's, but that's fine. There's always too many games when you have game files. Yeah, there is always, <laughs> Rob's experience. There's always, always too many games. Like, I might start Bug Snacks. I think that might be. My I, mean, next, I, I, I think that might be. My I will next accept game. that one as yeah. a game to play. I think. I think that well, might be my next well. game. Talk about Bug Snacks. Talk about Bug Snacks. <laughs> okay, so next time we'll be talking about Bug Snacks. Talk about Bug Snacks. <laughs> whoa, whoa! And okay, then Bungus. <laughs> 
Bunga, bunga, bunga. Well, enough games to fill out a podcast, that's for sure, with juicy, uh, juicy discussion. And now we can move into a actual pre-peats phase. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Pre- we, can, we, can, yeah. We, we can move from being, yeah. We can somehow transition from, pe- from pre-peats to peatsing to post-peats. <laughs> peatsing mode is about to activate. Yeah. Enable das peats. So thank you listeners for joining us for another podcast. Um, we're happy salad, as you know, and uh, we've got some uh, YouTube videos as well. If you enjoy those, so check out our channel, happy salad. If you enjoy, <laughs> if you enjoy such a thing as a video, if you enjoy videos as well as podcasts, then uh, check those out. We've got some let's plays, including uh, our current of time, which is a, which is um, proceeding on really done. towards the end. Really? Yeah. Really done. There must check be people out that. that- don't watch any televisual entertainment still and just prefer to be <laughs> audio focused. Those people must still exist, right? Possibly. I'm sure there's people that know our podcast but haven't seen our videos, so it's worth reminding them. Like <laughs> and subscribe. <laughs> yeah, like and subscribe and, and vice versa. If, you, if you've come here from a video, then you already know about those. So <laughs> you've already enjoyed them, but they are there. And we'll be back in a couple of weeks with uh, more Salacast. So or we or might then. we? Our schedules are pretty messed up in uh, two weeks' or time. Sh- yeah. Either that or our schedules will be screwed. Yeah. Uh, but we will be. We will return, just like James Bond. <laughs> we will. And at a much later sooner. date than you expect, because that's how James so- Bond works right now. <laughs> later than you expect, but sooner than Bond, I expect. Sooner I than Bond. That. Okay. Given what's recently happened to him, and I haven't even seen the film. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> okay, it's not even a spoiler if I don't even know what it is. Anyway, yeah, no spoilers, but spoilers for future Salacasts. They may not be on time, <laughs> as regular as normal, but uh, we will be there. So catch us then. Yeah. Bye for now. Bye. <laughs>